podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Happy Sunday, everyone. Let me just adjust the table. Ladies and gentlemen, it brings me great pleasure to introduce to you a show which very, very popular in the world of ladies and gentlemen. Let me, in the magical words, dream it, believe it, become it. Take off these. And uh, if you're wondering where uh, my brother Spencer Fearon is tonight, he's not here. Spencer actually wanted to do the, the show um we wanted to do the show on tomorrow. But I'm like, nah, 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 nah. This is what I'm trying to say. Every time we set something up, man want to change the dates, the time, everything. And I'm like, nah, nah, nah. You got, you, uh, the key to a successful business or anything in life is consistency. And I feel that we owe it to the, the fans, the watchers, the, the, the general public to stay in line uh, with consistency. And everyone is expecting the Sunday show. Everyone's at home right now, chilling on a Sunday, not doing nothing, boxing, whatever have you. It might be your work. You've done that. And you just want to just chill out on a Sunday, beat up on the couch or on the, the table, biscuits. Are you ready for the Monday to you know, break down the whole Sutton? Or what was sorry, Break down the events of uh, the week and the night before. And that's what we're doing. So... Ladies and gentlemen, I'll say it again. Let me introduce to you or say to you the magical words, dream it, believe it, become it. And I will cover for Spencer and say, come on up, come on up. Yeah, we're back. Anyway, bro, I, I, let me just speak up everyone that's in the building. Hold tight, AAV develops who was in the house first. Jermaine Williams. Yeah, big up Jermaine. E. Francis, Tunde, uh, Colel. I can never say it right. Kole Ola. Yeah, no, no, don't let me get it wrong. Bumba Clark Boxing in the place. Hold tight, Rob Mayer. Philip Answer. Oh, my dad. See, he must be sensing. My dad just messaged me from Nigeria. Anyway, let me carry on. Uh, Good Music 2010. Anup. Donna Green. She's here in the building. Um, Late Show 42. He says, great commentary last night from Tunday. Thank you very much, my man. Um, you're not about me yet. You know about me. Good evening to you. Uh, Red Rose, come on. You know what it's there. <laughs> Duke Alexander, Steve Bailey, JK Better Life, John. Uh, who else? Carlisle's crew coming through. Uh, Akuya, Tyrone Booth, or T. Uh, Levy, Chrissy Blue, 876. She says, Good evening, everyone. Uh, Philip Answer, Mayor of Brixton, old type, bro. Scan on. Hope you're well. I know you're always supporting. Like, you already know where it is. Otite Gazi, Duke Alexander, um, Southside, Ghana. Come on. Anyway, we have got a lot to talk about and a lot to discuss this evening on the show. I've invited a few guests on. Whether they turn up or not, um, I hope they do. I hope they just come in and, and bless the mic for us. The show's got to go on. Man can't be waiting for Spencer. To go and start doing his um all night vigil prayer. 
um, uh, uh, what have you. We can't be waiting for Spencer because you know Spencer is a Spencer's on a madness. But anyway, I, I, I feel that tonight I should start with, or we should start with, the fantastic, monumental show that is about to take place next Saturday in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Um, it, it's amazing. It, it's absolutely amazing. And, you know, we've got at least three or four British guys on that bill in Lyndon Arthur facing Demetrio Bivol, um, Ellis Zoro facing Jaya We have Daryl Dubois facing Gerard Big Baby Miller. And we could say an adopted uh, UK man, Joseph Parker versus Deontay Bumford Wilder. And the one, the only, the mister, I'm telling you, the big fight is right now. Well, you know, man's always backing Big Anthony, Ottawa family, Olasini, Joshua, on the card, making his third appearance um, this year, which I feel is going to be key, key, uh, uh, regards to his success. Um, you know, AJ is fighting. Um, Joshua Valin, and his name is Valin. Now, everyone's saying Wallin, but the birth name is Valin with a V. I don't know why they, I don't know why they put Wallin. It's Valin. That's his name. Anyway, we've got a special guest tonight. Um, part of the 258 management team, Anthony Joshua's management team, a good friend of mine, someone that's been with AJ. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you from. 258 management team, the one, the only, Mr. Shady. What up, bro? <laughs> Yo. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I've never had an intro like that, you know? Oh, don't lie. Yeah, yeah, can you hear me? I hope this time I was talking. Can you hear me, bro? That... I should be able yeah, to yeah, hear you. you. Can I can't hear you. Shady. Can everyone hear me? Hold on, wait, 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 let me just get this Because you know I'm on my own. Am I... Can everyone hear me, first and foremost? It's a yes or no, or yay or nay. Mm. Yeah, Timmy. You can't, yeah, we can hear you. you right. hear so, Kay, I think that might be have something to do with you, why we can't hear you. Your sound seems to be on on my side. Um, Maybe Katie's going to come in and out. So I don't know why. Let me add him back to the stage. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me, bro? I can hear you. Can you hear Why me? Why can't I hear you? There always has to be something wrong. This, right, these are the times back. we need these technical men. We can hear KD. Okay, so you can hear KD, but you can't hear me. Okay, okay. Come back in again. Sorry, my fault. My fault. I'm, I don't know what I've done. Mm. It's always wrong. Why is it me? What? Let me go. Let me go to the audio. Uh, let me try speaker, mic. Uh, first, let's get Katie back in. Let me message him. <laughs> well, this is what I say. When you ain't got these man here to help. All right, Katie's back in. All right. Can so, you hear me? Testing one, two, three. Yeah, people can, say can you. you can hear me. I can hear, but I can't hear you. So there's only one thing I'm going to try and do now, Katie. Just hold on there one second. Let me check out the audio. Um, speaker. Mic check, mic check. Yo, yo, yo. Okay. 
Mm. My head's hot, bro. Bro, you know, like, you know, you know, like, when you try to do all these technical things, yeah. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to try one more time, but like, listen, let me, we're going to have to come, maybe have to come in and come out or, um, you know what, Katie? Let me let me try to come in and come out of the show. I think that might be it because I've had the stream yard on for a little bit. So give me a sec, yeah. I'm gonna come in and come out. All right. Okay, test one, two, one, two. We still can't. Oh. This is a mad. Oh, I can't, can't hear It's not coming through the thing. This is mad, people. This is what happens. I'm gonna have to phone Manny. This is what happens when you try to um, start something that you have no idea about. <laughs> don't worry. Test test four five six. What's that mean? Test four five six. Bro, I don't know about these things here. Mm. La 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 la. Manny. Manny, I everybody can hear me, but I can't hear everybody. So if you're able to switch on, log on live, please. It's very unprofessional. No, nobody can hear me. Ma Kay, can you hear me? Talk? I can hear you. Nah, nah. You can hear me though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, KD can hear me, um, um, but I can't hear. I'm the only one. I'm the only one. So I'm looking at the settings. I'm going to uh, audio. Um, the mic is on default. Yeah, that's correct. Because they can hear me, but... Um, it's Am I the on only one? Yeti microphone speaker. What one should it be on, um, Manny? The third one? Um, can you quickly log on? Can you quickly log on and sort this out, please? I beg. It's very unprofessional. Uh, let me just Why my computer ain't working? Sorry about this, Katie. I'm nah, very, very good. sorry about this. Very, so very, you know very, 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 very sorry about this. I think in the chat comments, they're saying they can hear me and they can hear you, mm. but they can't. But very it's only you that can't hear so me. Soon. I'm so turn your speakers on. Man, say turn my speaker, but my speakers are on. The games are everything is locked in and locked on, but for some reason, for some reason, we are not coming through. I don't know. Who is this? Now, this is what check if the speaker is muted. No, not as muted there. That's what I'm trying to say. This is what happens, Katie. This is what happens, yeah, when you get uncles. <laughs> when, when you get uncles, and I'm like, Man's all sweating right now. Nah. <laughs> yeah, you not saying you can hear me, but I can't hear you. Though. That's the thing. That is the thing. This is what happens when you get Nigerian uncles trying to, trying to, um, what could it be? I don't know what it could be. I absolutely don't okay, know. Okay, someone said, KD, unmute um, your side. Us viewers can hear you. It. Well, um, hold on. KD's not muted. Um, I'm not muted. I've been, please. I beg you, don't laugh. <laughs> I am trying everything. I'm literally trying everything. 
we're going to the general uh everything's up there um um uh i have to laugh this is absolutely funny uh reduce my uh mic volume yep that's all good uh stereo echo mm. 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 oh mic yeti mic check no it's not that mm. mic check. Yeah, well, they're, they're saying they can hear me though. Listen. Yeah. So, <sighs> so bad. Can't you just phone KD? Phone KD. Yeah, I can, but it's like you lot won't be able to hear me. I we can put in. I can phone KD, but still, I will not be able to um, connect with everyone. But let's let's yeah. let's you know. Do you, right, you want to try? Manny's some... there. Manny's there. Let me see what Manny's saying. Manny, what are you saying? All right, this is what I'm going to do, people. I'm going to start the stream again. Kate, I'm going to phone you in a minute. Yeah, I'm going to start the stream again because right, that's cool. the only thing I can think of. Um, yeah. Stream, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Come out the stream and come back on. Um, All right, I've added myself to the stage. Uh, if someone presses the 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 the, the live stream link, um, try that. One. Everyone can hear me, I guess. Everybody can hear me. Um, all right, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna get KD back on, and I'll just talk to him through the phone. Um, otherwise, I'll just talk as normal. I'll just talk as normal. So that's what I'm gonna do. Let me let me phone KD now. Man sweating out here. <laughs> 161 people live with the thing. Um, Kate, all right, just try to log on one more time. And if not, well, I'll just put all you on right. the microphone like here, yeah? Yeah, they're saying they can hear me. Yeah, and, and, and they're saying they can hear me. But I don't know why it's not coming on um, through my computer, but it is where it is. We'll do it this way if we can't get no sound from you this time. Cool. Jesus Christ. Man, sweating. I can't believe how much I'm sweating. Yeah, this is what you call live TV. This is live business. What? But why? Why is it? Why is it not working? It. This makes no sense. This is them talk sport brothers. <laughs> they've <laughs> they've locked off. I bet you're on mute. Man said, I bet you're. Not. I can't be on mute. It's not possible. All right, let's try again. Okay. Can you hear me? Nah, I can't hear you. All right, all right. Let's 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 get you on the phone. Um, just to start, we've got to start this. All right, cool, cool. We'll get you on the phone, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, Bishop, my man saying I've been drinking. What is going on? 
15 minutes into the show, and this could yeah, it could only be Bishop. It can only be. Oh, hold on, hold on. You know something? Hey. trying it without the microphone. I'm trying to write this. I'm going to try to do it through the actual computer. I bet you it works. I bet you anybody it works. Can everyone hear me? Mm. Yeah, everybody can hear me, right? Why is there feedback though? I don't know why there's feedback. All right, cool. I, th- I believe we're gonna start this thing. All right, cool. All right, there's feedback. But yeah, Katie's here. Why is there feedback though? That don't make sense. All right, Kate. Yo, can yeah, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you. I can hear you. Yeah, but I don't know why there's feedback. Um, so what? Quickly, this. Um, so I'm just gonna let me try um, the full speaker. Reduce that. All right. There's some echo coming from somewhere. I do not know where that's coming from. But anyway, how you doing, my man? I'm good. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I'm. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I like Christmas, you know. It's that time oh, of the year. Wait, that... wait, wait. I know why there's echo. Is it me? Shall I pull over? Hello? Yeah. That's better. I know why there was echo. All right, yeah. After after 18 minutes of this uncle trying to start the show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, bro, it's me. It's, it's, it's absolutely me. You know, like, there are certain things that you're just not used to. And all yeah. this technical stuff, you know, everyone's got their position to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what we call it. We call it PYP, play your position, you, you know. Your position. If it ain't for you, somebody else could do it. <laughs> all right, so let's get this thing cracking. Uh, we know next Saturday, live from Saudi Arabia, um, our brother AJ is about to take on Otto Weller. How's preparation going out? You know, he's, he's in a new camp with uh, Ben Davison, but generally, being his friend and knowing him better than most people, how would you say AJ is and, and what's his mindset like going into this fight? Uh, you know what? I, I feel like this is the best it's been for a long time. And that's, no, that's not throwing shade on no coaches, no countries, no nothing where we've been in camps, but... I feel like there's something just about this this whole thing that's run very smoothly. And mm. like from start to finish, it's just been like, let's go, let's go, let's go. So there's been minimal like interferences. It's just been phone calls, contracts, fight, press conference, boom, in camp, sparring partners flown in, sparring, training, work's done. And then now they're all out in Saudi Arabia. So... I can't complain. Like, you know, normally the camps that go on while the negotiations are going on and it goes from a 12 week camp to a 14 week camp. And then, yes, like 
Ah, oh, so this one's just been smooth. I'm not going to lie. It's been nice. Do you think that's a lot to do with actually the Saudis, you know, putting up the money, setting everything in a, in a way where you everybody can just stick to their job? Or uh, is it the fact that AJ is now at a place where he feels more comfortable? There's no, there's no added pressure on him. You know, he can just get on with his job and, uh, and, and, and he's in a good place. Yeah, do you know what? Um, I, okay, I, I personally think there's loads of reasons for it. I think, in all honesty, like I said, he he tasked us to fight three times this year. He, he yes. was so on fighting three times this year that when it got mm. to the point where every week he's texting saying, "What's going on with the fight? What's going on with the fight?" And this was before the opportunity presented itself. He was ready. So there was no none of that are uh, needing to get into camp and getting fit. Like it's like he was mentally ready to get into a fight. So when we looked at the options and um Valin, or however you said it, yes, Valin. was was yeah. When he was presented, one of the things that one of the things that you got to remember was that we I don't think we were preparing for a Orthodox fighter. So I had started already getting some sparring partners in and they were all just orthodox guys, just just like that. And and I don't, I we had a plan in place, but we didn't think it was going to be possible. So he was just ticking over, ticking over. But then when when the phone call came, it's just like it just everything just switched. Boom! Yes. All right, cool. Everything's ready. Everything's ordered. Like all the things were in place for a fight at the end of the year. So this has just gone through. And then going back on what I was about to say is when we took that Andy Ruiz fight. Yes. One of the things that one of the things that we overlooked, I would say, was that he, like, I think we were a bit cloud, not clouded, but it was more the fact that he was a big guy, out of shape, how it kind of looked. Because obviously, there's so many parts to the business that I always try and highlight that you guys won't see. But I don't want to put, like, I, I know it's boxing and it's not a fucking. Sorry, can I swear on this? It's not a bodybuilding. It's not. It's not a. It's not a bodybuilding competition. But I want the man on the other side to at look at least look ready. Andy <laughs> yeah, Ruiz, yeah. Andy Ruiz had just come out of a fight, so I think that personally, we probably underestimated the fact that he was fight ready as well. So mm-hmm. um, when we looked at this fight again, that was one of the things I considered. Oh, he's just been in a camp. He's just had a fight. He, he just had a good win, you know. So he's kind of ready. He'll have his little deload weeks and. He's going yes. back in, but then when we presented it to my man, he just said to us, he "said brother, I've been training as well. I'm ready." It's like <laughs> yeah. the, this this version of him was like, "Cool, let's go, let's go." Even little yeah. things like like I think you lot saw it with the Dylan White fight, where we as management put in like the rematch clauses, and Eddie Hearn said, "Ah, oh, yeah, that's just to protect us." Like, and he's just like, "Rip it out, brother. If it's holding things up, rip it out." He was like, "Just I trust you, man, but if it's holding it up." Like let's just get things on. So for me, like this this camp's just been different. It's been a lot of let's roll, let's roll, let's go, let's go. So yeah, that's yeah, what, that's what I'm I, happy about. I saw his interview with um what's her name? Uh the lady uh I can't forget her name. Laura, is it? Laura, yeah. Um yeah. And I was, you, know, you could, there's something I mean listen, I, I guess when you're a supporter of some someone mm. always you always tend to you know positive and feel positive but it does yeah. generally feel something different about this version of of uh Anthony. and uh, and 
I'm, I'm just hoping, you know, I'm hoping, I'm praying we get this fight done and dusted. Because I'm saying three rounds. I'm just telling you straight. I'm yeah. saying this fight must finish in three rounds. We're praying on this figure to finish. Mm. And obviously, as fans, um, everybody wants to see this wilder fight. Um, there have been talk this week that some form of an agreement has been made for next year. But then I, I read something which countered that and said that there have been actual uh, no signed contract. I don't know whether you're privy or not that you can disclose that. But is there anything in place? For I'm definitely this- privy. Okay. Uh, whether what I can disclose and what I can't is obviously two different things. But I think what I would say is as professionals... None yes. of them want to look past each other. However, excellent. The this this is a collision course, and it and it always has been. So, I would just say that there's a lot of obstacles that were previously in the way that aren't, and mm-hmm. it looks hopeful. But those two guys, both of them, have a job to do, and like you just need everything to come together in order for us to see that. But. I don't know. You know what it is? It's with boxing as well. I think you'll, you'll know it from your side too, that things can be there one minute and then gone the next. So, so yeah, we, I don't like to count no nothing before it, before it hatches. So I just think just know that everyone's on the right page. Everyone's on the right page. And there's, there's only a few, I've, I've thought of all the scenarios that can alter this. And there's only a few, but obviously the main thing is that. They both win that night and then everything else can can match up for next year. But they both want it. That's that's what's yeah, quite that's interesting. I, I've I've always stood on that. AJ AJ wants it. AJ's always been like that. And this is why I feel like like we don't really talk too much. Obviously he's yeah. got his media obligations, but like I said, when you look at his career, he has time after time just stood on what he says. When can he fight? When can he fight? Since he turned pro, he's consistently fought. There hasn't even been injuries that have really altered his um, his um, trajectory career or nothing like that. Yeah, but and when and then not to throw shade on other fighters, I've seen other fighters lose themselves to um, whether it's mental health, whether it's substances, whether it's injuries, yeah. whether it's needing to take a break. One thing about him, no matter what you lot want to say, not you lot, but the public want to say, whether they think there's challenges there does he not turn up and fight for the for the for the public each year there's not been a break covid covid didn't even stop him so that continuality that he has i think people really have to see that he is about what he says on this fight thing he hasn't had to ghost he hasn't had to do nothing like like that he's he and that's when people say that they are he he might be mentally weak or something i say question the people that had to take substances because (laughs) <laughs> that, that, that's that's a that's a form of being mentally weak. Yes, you see what I said. Question the man that say, "Oh, well, I'm taking time off the sport to see blah 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 blah." Nah, every time after win or lose, he said, "All well, right, let's roll, let's roll, let's roll." So for me, I'm just on this thing that he's always wanted it. But from the other side, I'm seeing that they want it as well. So like like I said, the obstacles are not are not in the way the way they once were. Broadcasters yes, don't matter promoters, management, like everything seems to be in place. But yeah, I don't I don't really want to look too over what no. we've got in front of us because I think yeah. they're both in fights that that are, are somewhat tasty. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's heavyweight boxing anyway. And you, you, as you say as they say, you know, mm. anything 
happen in, in heavyweight boxing. But I'm just happy and pleased to hear of what is going on or what's, what's you know, in terms of preparation, his mental state. Um, and let's all, you know, pray that next week Anthony comes through um, and we set up this mega... Uh, to be honest with you, Deontay Wilder has got a hard fight. Deontay Wilder, that ain't, mm. That's not a given fight as well. Because, you know, you're talking about a man that's only... He's been inactive 14 months. Um, um, Parker's been... Yeah, even the amount of rounds he's done. Exactly. Exactly. You know, um, and Parker looks good, you know. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, this could, if there's going to be a banana skin, I'm saying it could come from Joseph Parker because he's got one of those kind of spirits that, you know, he, 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 yeah. he's from New Zealand and, you know, anything can happen. You know, he's only been stopped once. Um, 33 wins. Who's that, 20, Joyce? Yeah. Joseph Parker, 33 wins, 23 KOs, and he's only been stopped by, um, uh, Joe Joyce. Which was a, a grueling fight. It was really a mm. war of attrition, but he was well in that fight. And, and you know, Joseph can punch. AJ's defeated him as well. It's a good fight, and let's just hope that next week everything uh, goes as as is planned, and uh, we can set up this mega fight with between yeah. uh, AJ and and Wilder. Because I feel that that's the fight. I'll be honest with you. More than any heavyweight fight, that is the fight we need to see. And if Nigeria had their economy in, in place, <laughs> we could have got in Nigeria. But now I feel that we're going to get in the Saudi. But Listen, I don't want to look too I've far. had so many conversations and meetings about hosting it in, in the continent. And it's, yes. it's such a shame that it's never materialized. So yes. I don't yes. know what else I could do. Listen, if there's any, if there's any people listening here, I'm not hard to contact, but <laughs> I've been trying to get a fight on in the continent for a minute. So. So yes. yeah, but right. listen, let me let me ask you this as well, though. I know it's your streaming that, but you know, in my world, I don't know if it's because we're in the United Kingdom and we're a minority, but the way people are always asking for the Fury fight as well as the Wilder fight, yes, it it, it to me, obviously, Fury's got his his thing going on with Usyk, but I've I've always just been torn on not knowing what's a bigger fight globally. Because the amount of people that ask me, say, regardless of belts, regardless of who loses to who, they've always wanted to see stylistically him and Fury as well as him and uh, Wilder. So what's your thoughts? What what I would say is this. I think for a period of time, the Fury-AJ fight was the fight that people wanted to see. It's a fight that people still want to see. But I think Mm. as time has gone on, Fury obviously defeating um, Deontay twice, drove with him once, and obviously his non-performance against Francis Ngannou. I feel like mm. the, the whole narrative now has switched back to AJ. Not that it wasn't there in the yeah. first place, but yeah. I think now at this moment in time, you have two explosive punchers. Anthony Joshua of 26 wins has 23 knockouts. You know, mm. and the, the man Wilder as well, 43 wins, 42 knockouts. Has he got 23 knockouts? Yeah, AJ's got 23 knockouts of 26 fights. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, bro, you know, someone said it to me the other day. You know, I was saying to me the other day, I was like, bro, 
Now I know why it's so hard to match. Anyway, anyway, my ad here. Mm. 24 wins, 23 knockouts. Yeah. Listen, when you're matching and that box record, the numbers don't lie, you're like, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, you get hey. me. So it's like, bro, it's not an easy thing to just match my like that. But obviously, nah, it's AJ, not. AJ's a, is a global star. And I feel whatever the case, it doesn't matter when it is, whether it's today, tomorrow, next year, there is always going to be a general excitement within the public to pit two punches against each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what it is with AJ and Wilder. Mm. We want to see, we want to see who lands first. We want to yeah. see if people like, oh, AJ ain't got a chin. All right, cool. Say he ain't got a chin. When you get in there, you see what time it is. It's what I'm saying. That, you, you know go. that kind of conversation? That yeah, 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 yeah. Is what yeah. people live for. You know, it's yeah. the can he, can't he? And I thought in this, at this moment in time, and I've said it, because I was saying for a long time on here that AJ against Fury is the biggest fight out there. Mm. Regardless, even who's, who's the champion. But yeah. the tide has changed. The tide has yeah. changed. We want to yeah, see, uh, we want to see AJ against, uh, against Wilder. We need, not want to, we need that. <laughs> We need that, right, Katie. I'm telling you. So I know, I know. Listen, let let the stars align and let yes. them both get through this task, and and I'm I'm sure we're just gonna be and you know in what? for a good 2024. Yeah, Go and you know what? It will be in an ideal world. The stars aligning. What would happen is that both AJ and Wilder will win on Saturday night. Then both of them fight. AJ takes out Wilder, which is my prediction from day one. Regardless mm. of defeats, I've always said Anthony Joshua will clap out Deontay Wilder. I may be wrong. Malik might not like that because Malik Scott is my man as well. <laughs> yeah, Malik Scott's my man as well, but we're all together. Like, hey, listen, it's yeah. the fact that this is warrior business. You understand what I'm saying? And mm. you choose both mm. sides. After the fight, it's all love. So, so AJ detonates the bomb on the bomb squad, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Mm. And then Fury beats Usyk, and then Merry Christmas. We got the fact that we wanted. <laughs> v. Do you know how many times I I've played these things in my head? And yeah. <laughs> I'm telling but, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. And then what? What? Then we have. I really... don't think he beats Usyk though. Yeah, yeah, I did think that. You know, I've said this. I have said this, uh, and because it's about timing, you know, I'm not gonna. But go with the I'm not gonna go with the narrative that you know his legs are gone and all of that. Listen. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Because, because Francis Ngannou, all right, you just go and stand in front of that guy and see if you if you don't <laughs> you don't go down. It's possible for yeah. anyone. The fact is, Fury got up and he won the fight. So, and I know he'll mm. take this music fight very serious. He's a bigger. Utic, yeah. his movement is going to cause problem. It's going to cause yeah. problem. Uh, but let's say... That's what I, I think with that one, it's a Styles one. It's a Styles It's a stylistic one. fight. It's a it, But remember, yeah. all these guys now, all of everyone, everyone's in their 30s. You know, uh, we're not as, mm. as sprightly as we were in our 20s. Yeah. Um, and and, and th- that plays a factor. Uh, inactivity plays a factor. So I feel that, again, Anthony Joshua... Fulfilling becoming a three time undisputed heavyweight champion of the world will just be it. And Tyson Fury 
Peter Usyk becoming an undisputed champion, the first ever since Lennox Lewis. Yeah. Everything just... And I, you know, listen, hats off to Tyson, hats off to AJ. It'll be great for British boxing uh, generally. And I just feel it'll be great for the fans because on the lead-up to that undisputed fight between AJ and Usyk, you get a mm. mega fight, two mega fights. AJ versus yeah. Wilder, Fury versus Usyk. And then, boom, mm. let's see who's the king of all kings uh, when AJ fights yeah. um, Tyson Fury. So it, it's great, man. It, it, it's a, a fantastic prospect yeah. ahead. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm, I'm praying for it. I'm praying for it. But praying for like it, I man. said, let's, let's, let's stay positive and make sure yeah. that these, no, none of these banana skins get stepped on. Yes, yes, yes. All right, listen, brother. It's been a pleasure. Thank and you. I'm, I'm, I'm actually upset that Spence weren't on this as well because uh, I've been saying bro. for a long time I'll dial in, but finally yeah, I, yeah, I got yeah. under. Well, listen, but, Spence yeah. is Spence wanted to do something tomorrow, but I said no. We've got to keep it consistent um, and I continue the Sunday show. And it's just yeah, been... I, we need to talk about Sunny's fight, man. That's my guy. Oh, tell me good what fight. your overall uh, opinion is on uh, that fight because you know what. I was saying all week, I saw a little clip and highlight of Bam Bam, and I was like, right, this brother can't beat Sonny Edwards. But then, <laughs> before the watch-along, I watched yeah. five of these fights. I phoned yeah. Spencer, I phoned Spencer, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> forget about what I just said. This guy <laughs> is a proper fighter, and it's yeah. going to be a fight. And um, what a fight it was. But what, what was your overall oh. take on that? You know what? I just think... Sunny just didn't have the right game plan. But there were so many things. It was like, even looking at the size difference on them two, I was like, yeah, like on the night in the ring, I was like, raw. But we, mm. we had Robert Garcia in camp with us and and obviously he's, he's part of their team. And I was swearing by the stuff I've seen Sonny do in the gym and just oh, saying, wow. listen, he's a problem. He's, yeah. Robert was willing to bet everything on Bab, you know, everything. And I wow. said, no, nah, I'm not even that confident to bet. So... Let me leave you where you are, but he he said to me, "This kid is the truth." So, I think I think Sonny's still like Sonny's obviously world level. Yes, it just, it just wasn't it just wasn't his night. But he, I, I think I think he I think he showed a lot of heart. I don't like all this quick 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 talk. I, I think these armchair fans. I know a few fighters and pundits and have kind of thrown it about there, but I, I don't really like that because. Remember, this is his job as well. If if you feel yeah. like something ain't right, why are you gonna stay in there? So yes, and, and that's I just I blown out. So, nah, man, it's obviously his corner's got a job to do. He also knows his body. Like you can fight another day now. Like I'd well, like to see him. Listen, uh, I, I, listen I don't get involved in this Twitter thing because mm. well, I got a short temper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't want to get back to where I come from. I'm not shut down all of his life. I hear you with that. And I leave that kind of talk. But yeah. I heard that from Curtis Woodhouse and I tweeted, I'm like, bro, I'll be honest with you. I heard that you're a trainer now and I don't feel you, you're saying a man quitting all of that. I don't feel you're setting a good mm. example for the youngest that's around you because at the end of the day, exactly. as you've just said, these fighters have families, children, mm. children, they have parents. Yeah. No one is looking to lose their life for your entertainment. Exactly that. You see what I'm saying? So so it's obvious that you have never been in a position where your life is in danger. That's why yeah. you have 
a corner. That's why you have a management team. This is yeah. why you have people that look after these fighters. Because mm-hmm. left to them, you see me do it yeah. with, with, Ant, with my Ant. Yeah, yeah, of I was, was ready to die. And I'm like, no, I'm no. All of, all of these fighters are. I'm telling you, a lot of these fighters, they're, they're ready to, but you've got to, you got to think of tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah, it ain't worth it. This is worth what I'm trying it. to, this it what I'm trying to say. All these things, I'm ready to die. No, no, no. You're not ready to die, bro. That's, that's nonsense. Yeah. You get what I'm yeah. saying? You get into the sport, it's price fighting, it's to make your yeah. life better, uh, your family's life better. And there's yeah. got to be a point, it, there may come a point, not, some, you know, not all of us are Joe Kazagi, uh, Floyd Mayweather, Andre Ward, but there comes a point in most mm. times in professional boxing where yeah. you just know it ain't going to happen. Yeah. You, yeah. you ain't going to win. You ain't going to win. You've done everything you can do, so then it's mm. time for your corner <coughs> To say, you know what? Listen, we live to fight yeah. another day. We'll come again. That's it. And, that's and it. I, and I feel that's what the case with apparently um it was Sonny that told the corner, hey, bro, this thing ain't going on no more. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Sonny is one of the realest out there, so I won't be surprised if he if that's how it yeah. went down, but Listen, I just think, yeah, you you lot have a job to take him back to his family in yes as close yes. as condition he let he 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 went into that ring. So I I've yeah. got hats off to him. I'm happy he went there, made his money. He actually, I think he showed a lot of heart. He was fighting back the whole well, time, this like so. This is exactly what I'm saying. Oftentimes, when you have a fighter that has displayed so much skill mm. and made everything so look so easy, yeah. There's always that thought, yeah, bro, what's going to happen when he's in a real fight, when someone comes to take yeah. it to it? And it's only yeah. at that point, it's like when Ant fought better be it. People mm. never seen that in Ant. But yeah. I know that's always there. I know yeah, yeah. Ant's first put, put. He was the yeah. rocket out. But, you know, listen, we're trying to have a long listen, career, long journey. Every, everybody hears about Ant as well. It, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I hear, yeah. I hear about him. Trust How me, many so people bad. tell me a lot of men, I think, a lot of men tell me they've never seen anyone train as hard as him. No. His name gets thrown out there. They said he, so I, I, I hear it a lot. I hear so much about him. So whenever I see the Twitter stuff and I'm just like, it's just yeah. mad how people form opinions just off the snippets that and it, give it, them. It's so, mad. It's so yeah. mad because, you know, the two namesakes, Anthony Yard, Anthony Joshua, mm. these guys don't talk. They're not about talking. If, yeah. if, I mean, Ant's career is really, it's me talking all the talk from the yeah, beginning. Not, yeah. so <laughs> not so much now because I don't need to talk. But, yeah. you know, they're very internal individuals, just want to mm. get on with the job. And, and just do that. You know, so, Sonny, Sonny Edwards, I, I don't think he has anything to be ashamed of. Um, he put on a great performance last night against someone who's just a, a special, special talent at the age of mm. 23 years. So, um, yeah. Um, Have we been talking 45 minutes? No, no, no. Remember, I think it was... Oh. T- we've been talking for a hot minute, though, like 20 minutes at least. Oh, yeah. All right, <laughs> cool. That's enough from me, But let me let you continue with the night. I'm, I'll just go yeah, to my mum's yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, thank you, you. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. KD from 258 Management. Thank you I'm for coming on again, though. We need to talk about... The other fighters. I, I've got so yeah. much shit to say on this boxing game. I'm ready. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, bro. I'm gonna listen. We're gonna we're gonna chop it up anyway, man. But yeah, definitely you have to come on as well when Spencer's on. And it's just it's thank you for talking to us so close to the, to a big night next week. And I really appreciate it, bro. 
No, no problem, no problem. Anytime, yeah? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, love. Take care, man. Come on. This is it, people. The fight is right. You always, you, this is what I'm saying. You always get the exclusives on the fight is right. And um, fantastic brother in KD, uh, someone that's been with uh, AJ from the start, you know, and um, really has his back. And you can see, you're seeing someone talk about AJ who really knows him, who really is with him, who really knows what it's about. And um, again, we're really like, Dispelling rumors. We don't do rumors on the fighters, right? <laughs> we don't do rumors on the fighters. We want, we want it from the, as they say, the proverbial horse's mouth. And, and you got it tonight. So we want this fight. We want the fight next week to go smoothly. I did invite Malik on the show, um, and Deontay. Um, they probably haven't seen it yet, uh, but that would have been good to have them, uh, with us also. Um, I'll put the link up again. I'm sure I put the link up. Um, Anyone can come through. Let's talk. Let's get back to the main thing. Um, and if we come back to the, the great card next week in, in Saudi, then uh, we'll do that. But what is everyone's thoughts? I want to know what everyone's thoughts are. Yeah, press the like button. On last week, or last night, should I say. I'm going to put up the link. Let me get this link again. Where did I get this link here? Maddie, this is what I'm trying to say. Maddie has to show me how to do these things. I'm sure I've done it. Okay, invite. Okay, okay. Here's the invite, copied, right. So I know what I'm going to do. I know. Post it in here. Paste. Okay, so there you go, everyone. Uh, if you There's the link. If you want to come on, let's have a little chit-chat, <laughs> talk about last night. From my perspective, I think we saw something a bit special last night in... In Bam Bam, this you can fight. This you is a special talent. And and I think what kind of threw Sonny was the fact that was the fact that he could do everything. He can box, he can fight, and uh, it's actually the first time, it's actually the first time where you've seen Sonny been made to think overtime. He was actually forced into that position where he had to stand there and rock it out. Because <laughs> he worked at it. He worked on him. Yeah, come on. It's going to happen, bro. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Everything is timing, as we just said. Anyway, you're making me go down another um, another route. Everything was... Everything happened last night where Sonny had to show a character or a part of himself which he'd never shown before. He'd never shown before. And I think for that, you know, it's all right disrespecting people and saying, you know... Sonny talks this, he talks that. Yeah, we know all that. You know, he's even, Sonny's even come at me before. And I'm really, I want to say, bro, when I see you, I'm going to, I'm going to bust you up. <laughs> you, little, you little rat. Don't try. Bro, you, don't, you don't know me. But obviously, I'm older, I'm wiser now. So, you know, I realize that you, you look at people and you let them live their journey. Let them act how they want to act. As long as they don't physically touch you. You know, it's a sticks and stones thing. But 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 I'll be honest with you. My blood was boiling when he was chatting nonsense about me. And if I was a revengeful person, I'd be slagging him off after last night. I'd be I'd be doing all sorts of madness. But I'm not. I just don't carry that kind of stuff in my heart. Um and I I, I have to say that um I was very, very 
pleased with Sonny Edwards last night. The performance he put up was tremendous. We have Skyliner, the the the, the man. Skyliner. Oh, no, wait, let me unmute his mic. No, you have to unmute the mic, Skyliner. Unmute your mic, bro. Can't unmute the guests because they chose to mute themselves. So, oh, you here now, bro? Mic check. Yes. Tunde, yes. How you doing? <laughs> how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I just, uh, I was just listening to you and I felt like I needed to speak on this quitting business. Um, <coughs> on the what it's business? It's so easy to, pardon? Uh, uh, speak on the what business? Sorry, I didn't catch that part. Oh, people uh, saying, oh, this guy quitted. Okay, um, yes. Yeah, 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 the quitting business. So yes. what I want to say is that people like, um, uh, I forgot his name now, uh, the ex-boxer who was a footballer, he said, Curtis Woodhouse. One second. Curtis, yeah, one Curtis second. Woodhouse. One second, Skyliner. So, one second, because yeah. you know me, I don't like things to slide. Thank you, Matosha, for the $9.99. Uh, he or she says, all this little insight goes a long way. Thank you, KD, for coming on the show. Uh, as big as 258 Management is, they still manage to bless the show What's your excuse, guys? Come on, yeah. Bruv, don't be that's what I'm trying to say. When I'm inviting man on the thing and man's turning it down, you're disrespecting the fight as well. Because it's what I'm saying. I phoned KD. I, bruv, I just phoned him random and I said, bro, come on, try and come on the show. And he said, listen, anything for you, brother. And he just came in and, and, and as, as uh, Matosha said, this is the insight which we fans need to hear. We need to hear this stuff. You know, not rumours. Because you have people out there nowadays who just make things up for clickbait. No truth to anything. And so when you actually got the people themselves or the people that's closest to them giving us the rules, I think, as Matosha said, it's a blessing. Anyway, Skyliner, carry on with what you're saying, bro. Thank you for the donation of 999's Matosha. Carry on, bro. Okay. um, So regarding this whole quitting thing, the only reason why Curtis Wood has decided that he wants to really say uh, Sonny Edwards is a quitter is because maybe Sonny Edwards gave him a bit of stick for his uh, degenerate behavior that he was yes. displaying online. They had a back and forth on Twitter. And yes. now Curtis Woodhouse thought, okay, here's my opportunity to kick the man when he's uh, down. down. But yes. I don't think he's down. No. I think Sonny Edwards is exceptional. He's done, he put on a great performance. He he has put the limelight on a division which is neglected in boxing. We don't really talk about the lighter weights in the same manner. And he created a space for himself for a big-time promoter like Eddie Hearn to give him that opportunity for, for him to be on a big platform because never in those weight categories, they don't get the time of day, right? And he, okay, maybe he speaks a bit too, um, you know, it might rub some people the wrong way, but yes, he, 
he is doing great. He he should carry on talking, and he, that's the best self promotion he could do. If yes. people don't like it, it's good. Then he can set himself up as the the bad guy, the heel, whatever you want to call it, because people pay to see the bad guy, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah no, that's uh, that's Sonny Edwards is a kudos to him for what he has done, and also he has gone and fought one of the best in his division. Like, mm-hmm. so it wasn't some guy you he wasn't fighting a journeyman or you know yes. some guy struggling for the southern area title. Yes, I mean, how dare Curtis Woodhouse even call him a quitter? Because <sighs> what do you want the man to lose his eyesight over a boxing match, bro? You know, most sir. people cannot even take a jab and continue or in a normal. Boxing gym, if, yeah, yeah. If yeah. They, most people, if you gave them a little cheeky body shot, they'd yeah. be on the floor uh, squirming. Okay, yes. and yes. they want to say, okay, he said he lost the um, he had eyesight issues from the second round. Yes, he continued. In my eyes, yeah. there's no quitting. That that's pure bravery. Mm, right, talk the thing. Yes, sir. So, it kind of it's quite disgusting that a you know uh, ex pro is saying this because there's no basis for it. It's just you are in your feelings because this kid may have said something and it touched a nerve. Well, yes. you need to address those issues that you're displaying uh, that people can attack you on, rather than the performance. Talk on the performance. I think exactly. Sonny Edwards, he done well. He he did he got caught into a fight that isn't his natural fight, mm-hmm. but he fought fire with fire as long as he could. Yes, and then he yeah. had to make the decision: Do I yes. wake up tomorrow with no eyesight, or do I say, "Okay, I've had enough. I can let me get medical treatment and yes. finish it there." He made the smart decision. He mm-hmm. probably. Gonna get paid very well, and there's gonna be other opportunities. He's now showed himself to the American public as well as over here. We're talking about him. There's gonna be other big opportunities for him. Going so, back, to, okay, yeah. So go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was saying going back to what you said about Sonny bringing um, light onto the vision. I tweeted it clearly. I said, bro. I'm not even interested in these little little man division. That's what I called it, little man division. You know, you know, you know, little man is in it. <laughs> you know, little you know, man, little man. You must know who little man is. But anyway, yeah, I was like, that guy on the I'm interested in these little man division. But because of Sonny Edwards, because of Sonny Edwards, I had become interested in this weight class. And, and but, okay, you, okay you, uh, Tunde, I know, like. Uh, we say it in a humorous way, little man. Yes. Okay, yes. that's fine. But the skill set on display sometimes uh, outshines some of the bigger weights. Because. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Hold on, hold on there one second. Can you hear me? Can you hear us, Taz? Um, I think, Taz, you need to unmute your mic so we can hear you. Um, 
But until then, until Taz decides to join us, he's on. He's just he's muted his mic. Maybe he just he probably probably he's pressed the link because I just put the link on Twitter for Sonny Edwards to come true. Um, maybe he's just pressed it, just thinking he's he, it's a joke. But anyway, go ahead. You was talking about um, the skill displayed in the lighter weights uh, sometimes or has you know uh, outshone the heavier weights. Carry on, Skyliner. So even if you watch the Sonny Edwards fight, he had. Uh, Bam Rodriguez was pressuring him, so mm. and he cut off the ring. And Sonny, he didn't have maybe he he. I could like when I was watching the fight, he he had no option but to go in the thick of it and fight back. He didn't even yeah. have at times he didn't have space to even fight going backwards. So he, there, you can say he was out of his comfort zone and he embraced it. Yes. Yes. These if you watch his other fights, you think, geez, how did he do these things? Because he can create angles and get his shots off and then move away. That's what he usually does. Right? Mm-hmm. So now he's being pushed in a direction that he's not comfortable with. We know he doesn't have the firepower, but he's still in there. He did it he, if he was a quitter and he swallowed it, what we might say, then he would have gone from round two. He would have just said, you know, guys, we'll just throw the towel. But he didn't do that, you know? Yeah. I, I, I... Go on, carry on, sir. I don't mean to keep cutting you. Sorry, carry Okay, on. it's fine. It's fine. Um, and for why people, boxers in this day and age is so important that they, either they talk or their trainer or management talk. Like you said, um, you know, Anthony, he doesn't he he doesn't talk as much. But actually, I like it when boxers talk, even if they talk smoky. And I remember when you used to talk for him uh, yes. in the early days, I, it made me it made me click on and say, OK, what is he saying? And then mm. you had people saying, oh, he, it's all about him. But yes, you know, yes, they, I you know, the likes of uh, Paul Smith and whatnot. Yeah. I was like, well, we don't care what you're saying about uh, Paul because if he didn't, if Tunde didn't speak, I wouldn't, my attention wouldn't be going on to Anthony Joshua. I mean, Anthony, uh, sorry, sorry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, So, and then that's how I became a fan who followed his fights, Mm. you know? And then Mm. I I watched his uh, interviews. I wouldn't be going on IFL or whatever and watching his 20-minute interviews, you know? Mm. So and, and I feel, if, God, sorry. I keep on thinking you're finished, but Karen, I want to hear no, what you have to say. No, no, Karen. So it's important, like, we, you know, as fans, we need to be on these guys' journey from the start because... When you become a, a fan of these boxers, especially somebody like me, I'm a bit privileged that I can go to the fights and things like that. But I need to be invested because, you know, when you uh, start off as a new boxer, it's not straight away. Somebody doesn't jump on the bandwagon or whatnot. Those guys that capture the imagination of the fans, then the fans slowly start coming closer, they might start watching the fights. They'll watch yes. the clips. 
they'll see the highlights. Then they decide, okay, I'm going to buy a ticket. I'm going to mm. go see him in uh, the Stratford uh, Stadium. Copper Box. Uh, Copper Box, right? Yes. Copper Box, it wasn't even, uh, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't even a oh, renowned... Uh, Come on, you don't even know about Copper Box. No yeah, one didn't even know about then, Copper Box. Exactly. But now we know it's round the corner. He's the boy from that neighborhood. We'll yes. go watch. You know, I, I, I will go. I will bring a couple of my friends. We'll make a night out of it. Or yes. he's on. He's fighting Baturbia. I had a party in my house, a boxing party. Come like, on, come on. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. you know, the result didn't go our way. But now I feel like, like even I say it in my language, our way. I got nothing to do with this fight, but I'm, mm. it's like I'm supporting a team. That's the team, you know. Yes. So yes, this is important. Boxers need to speak. The, the days of being a quiet, humble guy, I do my talking in the ring. They're gone. Those yes. type of boxers, they're starving, you know. Yes, I, I feel. I, I do feel. Um, we have Yodini on with us. If you unmute mute your mic, Yodini. Talk. Let's let's hear what you have to say as well. Get your questions in as well. I think your day's been there. You're on. I've put you on, but your mic is muted. So you have to unmute your mic so we can hear what you have to say. Uh, so try and do that. But yeah, yeah okay. Right. I want to know a serious question to this one, right? Is I just don't look, like I don't understand it to how that bam. Serious question to this one, right? Is I just don't. But the day before, bam, yeah, the guy looked 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 like a skeleton, bare ribs out, everything. But then twenty four hours later, he's looked like he's put about ten stone on. I don't understand the concept in how any judges, anybody in the eyes of boxing, can see that I'm not rule. Look at that and think, wait one minute, what's going on? Because if the public can see it, I'm sure there are professionals inside that boxing can see that. And it's like, it's impossible to, to drink so much water and so much everything to get that size if you're not putting drugs in your body. Like, like it's mm. common sense. And I just don't understand to how nobody's seen it. And I just feel like it's just about Eddie Hearn trying to make maximum profit because if you've seen up to the weeks, it was all about Sonny Ed, um, Sonny and nothing about uh, um, Bam. The minute Bam wins, the minute Bam wins, it's all taking pictures, smiling, everything. I just think Eddie's fake and Eddie don't really know. It's just all about money to him. And I just don't get the concept of how do you put so much weight on so fast without drugs? I don't get it. Well, you really, you know what? This is such, such a brilliant point that you've brought up because you know, gone are the days where we had same-day weigh-ins. You know, uh, this 36-hour rehydration clause business is madness. Because it's like, you you may be, uh, let's say for argument's sake, you're a featherweight, yeah, or 126 pounds. And then after 36 hours, a man's coming in the ring a lack middleweight. You, that basically means you're fighting someone three divisions bigger than you. And, and that, I feel, does play a big part in the results because a good big one will always be a good small one. And I think that that's what we're seeing. That's what we're seeing with a lot of boxers nowadays. It's, like, it's, it's almost as though it's not fair. But having said that, 
it's always it's always been the case for a long time now, brother. It's not like it's in. I think uh, someone has said it in UFC. It's even worse. It's even worse. So I don't know if the only way I can say this can ever be resolved again is if we have same day weigh-ins. I think we should because I think it'll be a lot better for the um, just for the smaller weights because the bigger weights like they don't really have their, their weight their, their catch weights and everything there but the smaller weights I just feel like it's a bit wrong because one punch one heavier punch one something by somebody doesn't know it's game over because look at Sonny yesterday the guy's a brilliant boxer one of the best pound for pounds in the world proper excellent boxer but when somebody put extra two stones to fight him. Obviously, he's not going to beat him, and I just don't understand to why the promoters would allow that to happen, because you're risking someone's life. Mm. Mm. Let me tell you something now. I guaranteed Eddie wouldn't put Anthony Joshua in the ring with somebody what can fight and somebody what's over 20 stone. I guarantee he wouldn't, because if he connected Anthony Joshua, it's bye-bye, sleep time, goodbye, Eddie and your career's gone, and that's what he won't do, but look at anybody else will match to match people like that because if you try and do that like it's it's game over like it's game over like i just personally think like the rules should be changed into more competitive rules because the way it is like like anyone can win it just like it's just once you can box and you can fight just put the weight on and it's going to be very hard for somebody to beat you very hard yeah yo need I, I mean i'm not siding any promoter in this in this instance, but what I would say is that it's not Eddie's fault. <laughs> it's not Eddie's fault. Eddie is not the Eddie. Don't make the rules. He is trying to make money. It's not him. It's not him who. It's it's the governing bodies that have put in these rules. Eddie, as a promoter, can only report or promote if the governing bodies were to say now, okay, thirty six hour rehydration um, clause. That's Eddie can't change that. So you can't really. It's it's the it's the sport. That needs to change. I, I think sometimes I think a lot of people get too. One thing about me, I'm saying about me. I look at promoters for promoters. I'm not looking at them as in no moralistic way or you should do this or should do that. It's a business, and I think that we always have to remember that when when we're dealing with price fighting, it's a business. Everyone's out there to um. We as fans, we as fans, especially when we've got a connection with the boxers. We don't want to see these fighters getting hurt. We don't want this injustice where we're fighting man of four or five weights. So Anthony Joshua ain't never going to be have that problem. Joe Joyce, Daniel Dubois, because they're heavyweights. Big Baby Miller. Big Baby Miller's all coming in. All f- Bro, he's all coming like Big Daddy. Remember Big Daddy from the wrestling days? He's going to come in. But, you know, listen. Remember Dean Power, that old matchmaker, used to say to me, shit weighs heavy. You understand what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, it's like, at the heavier weights, there's not that much of an issue. But you're right, brother. At these lower weights, I do feel that something needs to be because it's too much. It's too much. This is why now Tank is saying <coughs> he's not fighting. He's not fighting Devon unless there's a rehydration clause. Yeah, and understandable. Same thing what he done with Ryan Garcia. Because he knows that when you fight these guys, you're not fighting. A, it's not a fair fight. 
It's like your own child fighting you. You're bigger than him. You're stronger than him. No matter if he's a stack of uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, you can't beat daddy because I'm too big. You can't yeah. push him around. And it's even worse when it's even worse when the bigger guy has skills. And that's what Bam was yesterday. He was a skilled, bigger fighter than Sonny to the point where Sonny was saying, Sonny was saying, hold on, bro, this guy just weighed in. Now, is that two stone, three stone heavier than me? So, yeah, okay. yeah. If I can interject. Yes, uh, go I, ahead. Think the, I think the brother has made some valid points and he has highlighted uh, these are serious issues within boxing. Yes. Uh, Bam, he's working alongside um, Victor Conte, Conte, I think. He's, okay. No, but is he... Uh, no, wait a minute. This guy just, has... Wait, 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 he's a serious... Wait, wait, wait. Brother, brother, let me clarify that. Okay. I, I don't want no rumor business. I, you just made a statement. Eddie is working alongside Victor Conte. Is is that factual? No, because I mean he's not directly working with him. He's been employed by Bam Rodriguez. So hmm. in in Eddie Hearn's defense, it will be like I didn't employ him. You know. Oh, the thing is, is just. It's just he's had previous allegations against him. Uh, that's what makes it the grey area uh, come to the light, basically. Uh, but so has Anthony Uncle Joshua, Jay... though. Pardon? And that's the problem, and so has Anthony Joshua. If you look at Anthony Joshua's early career, it's not in the news and it's not out there, but Anthony Joshua's took drugs through his years, but because it's been medical controlled, it's been legal, but how do you know that none of them are them as and ever enhanced his performance just because he's Eddie Hearn? Just because Anthony Joshua is worth multi millions of pounds, it won't get said anything because they need him in the best position possible because he doesn't just make his self money, he's making hundreds of thousands of other people money, but they're going to get that out in the line. Like, like, how can you take substances to make your body better? but it's not drug-related or anything to do with the sports, but you can get <laughs> through it. I don't think you should take anything to put in your body. If you're not natural and you can't fight, the board <laughs> and the board should not license you. You should have to take medication to make your knees better or anything to come out because you're making yourself at an advantage better than anybody else. Like, how's that fair? But they would never say that about Anthony Joshua because he's so valuable. If he crumbles now, the whole boxing game's crumbles and you've got nobody in Anthony Joshua's position to 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 maybe uh, 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 boxing good because yeah Tyson Fury sells out arenas but Tyson Fury needs a good dance partner Anthony Joshua right, can right, physically right, fight right, anybody right. as far as I know AJ hasn't failed any right, test let me just deal with this now okay uh, brother listen I respect your opinion that's why I've let you speak on that we're kind of going off subject now, but what I would say is this. We can't, as fans, just start saying that man's taking drugs. You can't just come here with, with that. You've got an opinion, yeah? And this ain't, a, this ain't that, this ain't, the Fight is Right is not one of them shows. It's a, it's a positive show. We don't really get into this because I know so many people have opinions, but my thing is, you can't just say Anthony Joshua is taking drugs or he took drugs early in his career because you ain't got no proof for that, bro. So we can't, you see what I'm saying? You can't just, well, you can because you said it, 
But I can't allow man to continue with this kind of line of conversation saying just put, because that's like a man saying to me, I'm something, I'm something. And you ain't got no proof. Yeah, there's no proof. Andy Joshua has never been found guilty for substances. He ain't been never in proper. This is a youth that come from Watford, came up like a man that chose boxing, became a star, got the blessing, representing. And then you, then people are saying he's taking drugs, but he ain't feel no drugs test. He ain't feel no drugs test. And believe me, if, if as a black brother, if he was a drug taker, he wouldn't be in a position where he is today. So that's just my own opinion. But I don't want to get into this level of conversation. I want to go back and keep it on subject. Just people's opinions and thoughts of of, of the fight last night, how Sonny performed, and uh, what next for him. Please, let us not get into this name-calling uh, and what have you. That's wrong. Yeah, bro? So let's, let's leave that line of conversation out. But thank you for your comments. People was telling me to lock you off, but I'm like, no, no, no. Sometimes we just need to explain to brothers what this is about. Because, you know, like, the fight is right. We are a positive show, and we really like to highlight and give people an opinion. We're not about saying things that there's no facts. There's no fact. You can't just come and man show and just, yeah. It's not that. So we respect your opinion, but, yeah, let's keep it moving. Thank you both for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I say, you, you know, you got to keep it nice. You can't, you can't just lock man off without no explanation. Anyway, <laughs> that was a bit. <laughs> man saying some old weed in. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. But you have to explain. You have to explain. You know, like, come, you can't just lock man off like that. You got to make man know. Just so he and himself, he might now go back and say, he might, you know what? I shouldn't be just uh, pointing the finger at man without even uh, having no evidence. And this is what um, KD was saying before. He was saying, like, it's funny how people just come up with these perceptions. <laughs> so that's how I know. When you get to the top of this sport or any sport, football, what have you, you have to be prepared to hear this kind of stuff. You have to be ready to hear this kind of stuff. Anyway, can we get back to boxing? <laughs> can we get back to boxing? Skyliner, you're gone. You're gone. Me personally now, I want to know what people think. What? Where does Sonny go now? Where does Bam go now? The weight, the, he did have a good point about the weight thing. That is a, that, that was, you know, that was one of the things that was um, uh, what a lot of people was talking about. Even Sonny himself, he even spoke about it. He said, bro, this guy is coming in way heavier than what he uh, than what he weighed in and uh it was obviously a, a, a issue with sunny um moving forward but anyway <laughs> yeah man said this brother's just an aj hater uh he made he bought aj uh into it <laughs> move yourself <laughs> how that i leave this has been a good one this is what happens see every time i let you lot talk <laughs> every time i let Thank you, Dusty Gal. Brilliantly handled, Tindy. Well done, sir. No, no, no. You know, sometimes that's, that's all it takes. A little bit of understanding. You know, I'm hearing what the, but everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got an opinion. Sometimes you just have to listen to man. Let them talk and then just come back, come back and say, you know what, bro, I hear what you're saying, but you can't just, nah, we ain't having that. We ain't just, you, you can't just start lashing allegations on man and you don't have no proof. But I want, the fight is right, listeners, to know, to know 
that this is what comes with the territory when you are at the top of your field. You can't believe everything you're hearing or seeing or reading in the newspapers, on social, on Instagram, on Twitter. It's not everything is true. In fact, most of it is false. <laughs> most of it is false. So we just have to... Um... <laughs> ah, here we go. Bishop Tundi just defending his Niger brother. Bishop, I don't know what you're talking about. Bro, that, they, I, anyway, I can't even block you because you got about 59 accounts because you're a 419 <laughs> Leah, it's the truth I'm saying. Leah knows. I'm, I'm talking the truth. Anyway, um... <laughs> Oh, I leave no comment. Man was rapping bars. Man needs to relax. Oh, that mission. Anyway, so next week, we also have a fight that, I don't know why, some people ain't really talking about it too much. And a fight I was looking at today, Daniel Dubois, 19 and 2, uh, 19 wins, 2 losses, um, being stopped on both occasions, one by uh, Joe Joyce and the other by um, Alexander Usyk again the reason why people like watching Daniel fight because he also high knockout ratio and let us not forget that Daniel Dubois is still only 26 years young he ain't finished he's in that next crop you know 19 wins and 18 knockouts one thing we know about Daniel is that when he gets into that ring, something's going to happen. Either he's getting stopped or they're getting stopped. And I think as boxing fans, it's something, you know, we love. We love in a, in a kind of sadistic way. We love to see the KO. We love to see the KO. He takes on Gerald, big baby Miller. Uh, some would say that he shouldn't even be fighting. Uh, but he also has 26 wins with 22 knockouts. Zero losses, so he's coming in as an undefeated fighter and, and one draw. Um, I don't know what anyone thinks about this fight, but I'm thinking. I mean, we come on. I'm going to put the link up again. This could be a dangerous fight. I want to hear people's opinions about this fight. We've gone and what's the time? Nine eighteen. Uh, maybe we're going for another uh, like twelve more minutes. Um, let me put the link up. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is a fight. This is a fight. Uh, AMG says Dubois by knockout. Possibly, possibly. One thing we can say: Miller has got a chin. Now, I don't know if that chin is down to the whole lot of drugs that he's got in his body, or that he previously had in his body. Let's just say that um, he's not under performance enhancing drugs no more. Um, He's a sturdy guy, a big guy um, that may use his weight as an... There was someone who just came, I think it was Lou Ken, come back on again. Yeah, may use his weight as an advantage. And this is a fight. I hope Daniel is very, very well prepared. I tried to get Don, um, Don on. I did send Don the link this evening, but, you know, Don uh, admittedly doesn't usually give interviews he likes to keep quiet um on fight week which is next week you definitely will hear from Don 
Uh, but Don, historically, doesn't like really talking that much. Um, it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight. Uh, Tally, uh, Taz Ali, 87, who came on. Bro, try to come on again. Try to come on again. Because it's good to hear from you. He says, the boy needs to keep it at range. Miller likes to stay on the inside and bully. Use his weight on guys. And that's what I'm saying. Um, he does like to fight like that. But I still don't think he's fought anyone with the firepower of Daniel Dubois. And so when he, if Daniel boxes, which he showed he's a good boxer in the Usyk fight, you know, Daniel showed me something really good in the Usyk fight. He, he, was, he was, until he got tagged a bit, you know, his, his movement, the game plan was correct. You know, if you can adopt the same game plan, have the same kind of engine and fitness, because he will need an engine against um, Baby Miller. He's going to need an engine. He's actually going to need an engine <laughs> because you don't want to be getting tired about this guy because he may not have that firepower, although he, he does say that he's got 22 KOs of 26. Uh, you, know, you have to look at the caliber of opponent. Um, I think Daniel, I, I'm, I'm tipping Daniel to take him out there, but it, it's going to be a great fight. What's this I'm seeing? Um, Godfather box. Exactly, Tundi. Only the ones who were caught should of getting longer bands. Only 12 months. Sure, most fighters only fight once a year. I don't know Miller is still, I don't know how Miller is still in boxing. He should have got 10 years. Yes. Yeah, I think I think we've, we've definitely gone over that. Um, the fact is, the fight's happening. The fact is, the fight's happening. Um, should there be in a case where it, uh, the, the, the opposing fight says, I'm not fighting you? <laughs> no matter what. You know, but this is the thing again, money talks. Money talks. And I feel that because the Saudis are, are putting so much money, it make a man it'll make a man think twice. <laughs> it make a man think twice. But it's dangerous. It's dangerous. I, I'll be honest with you. There was a I think I think it was Joshua Bawatsi was due to fight um Jean Pascal. And Jean Pascal refused to take the VADA drug testing, if I can remember rightly. And this is what I'm trying to say. If your opponent refuses to take and go through these stringent drug tests, then what are you fighting him for? I don't know what you're fighting him for. Um, Nuka said this is dangerous. It will be decided by a technical understanding. If DDD knows how to not panic as Miller crowds his space and finds space and time to punch hard, he needs to keep him off somehow. Again, good comment. And uh, it's how I see it as well. He definitely needs to... Um... <laughs> Man said he's got a, cra a crazy engine because he's full of PEDs. Oh, that semi-tech. Uh, but bro, they're not having it now. From what I'm hearing, that the VADA testing for this event is going to be serious. It's going to be serious. Um, so let's wait and see. So that's going to be Daniel Dubois, 19-2. and two. Um Gerald, Gerald Miller, 26 and 0. Also on the card, also on the card, we have Demetri Bivol. And Lyndon Arthur really is going up against arguably pound for pound top 10 fighter in Demetri Bivol. He's got to be up there. He's got to be up there. I don't even know why people ain't saying, 
um, calling out Vivel's name like that because he's definitely up there. Um, Lynn Arthur makes the audacious challenge uh, to try and dethrone dethrone um, the Kazakhstan-born Russian uh, in Saudi next week. Uh, Lynn Arthur, 23 wins, one loss, 16 KOs. So Linda can crack a bit. Uh, but even though Demetrio Bivol, it appears that he doesn't have a high knockout ratio, 21 wins with 11 knockouts. You have to look at the caliber. The caliber of the people that Lyndon Arthur, that, um, that, um, Demetrio Bivol has beaten. In a, what, what five? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Um, in his 12th fight, from his 12th fight, you could say, Trent Borders was 20 and 1. Sullivan Barrera, whose only loss up until that point was Andre Ward, he fought him. Isaac Chalemba, Tufna, John Pascal, Joe Smith Jr., winning unanimous. Uh, Castillo, then Craig Richards beats uh, Craig <coughs> unanimously, then beats Umar Salomov, another highly rated Russian fighter who was 26-1. Then he takes on the mighty Saul Alvarez, who up until that point had only lost to the money man, Floyd Mayweather. And he boxed Canelo's head off, literally. Um, and then he takes the unbeaten a record of Gilberto Ramirez, who was third, 44 and one. No, he was unbeaten in 44 fights. And that was a performance and a half from Bibble. Now, Lynn Arthur has the task of dethroning um, Demetrio Bibble, and it's not going to be easy. I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. It ain't going to be easy. It ain't, it, this fight is, is gonna be, and, uh, I know, uh, uh, but anything happened, it's boxing. You know, uh, again, for, to be on the, that big stage, uh, is a blessing. So let's hope Lyndon can do something that most of the boxing world, and I say most of the boxing world, um, do not believe Lyndon's got a chance in hell. Uh, Jamie says that style-wise, it should gel. That's interesting. Big up Jamie. Uh, young Carl, uh, Carl Davis uh, winning his fight in Manchester. Uh, coincidentally, and um, Pat Barrett's uh, magnificent show up there last night, stopping Victor. I think it's Edgar. I've known Victor for years. And, uh, you know, Victor's made his name by surviving. And so for Kyle to get a stoppage w w was a good result last night. So big up Jay. But yeah, it's interesting that Jay says uh, Star Wars is a joke. I don't know. I'm just keeping it real. Lyndon's got a jab. People throws 59 jabs in, in three minutes. No, it what? No, was about three minutes. Bibble throw can throw 59 jabs in 10 seconds, about three minutes. It's just a problem. And he can hit. Bibble can punch. When he sets his feet, he can punch. So it's going to be one of those fights where um, we kind of know the outcome, 
But we're hoping and praying that the outcome doesn't go the way we actually instinctively think it is. So all the best to Lyndon. Uh, let's hope he does the business. Going back and finishing the show on the subject we supposed to have started on, we did start with KD and, and uh, how AJ's preparations are going, is Sonny Edwards. And again, all credit to Sonny Edwards last night. Uh, Sonny said he's going to be back at light fly, fly and super fly. He's going to rest up. Uh, you know, the first defeat is often the uh, hardest one to accept. You know, a lot of fighters get depressed. You know, and uh, it's really a, a building process. Uh, but but um, Sonny is quite adamant that he wants to get straight back in the mix with with um, at the top level. And I feel that the flyweight division needs Sonny Edwards. The flyweight division needs Sonny Edwards because, again, no one were talking about these lower class before Sonny Edwards. So as long as Sonny can keep it up, keep the swag going, don't let, don't get dismayed, keep on talking that talk, keep on winding people up, people are just going to be interested. Whether they, whether they want to see you win, lose, or draw, they're going to tune in. Um, last night wasn't a pay-per-view fight. Um, but but the whole build up, <laughs> yeah, you know the you know the Trevor McDonald, the paper shovel, yeah. Let me get my let me get my Trevor McDonald glasses on. <laughs> yeah, come on, yeah. You know the the the, uh, the whole build up uh, to the fight. Sonny sold that fight good. He sold that fight good, and I feel that I feel that um, he needs to keep on doing this thing. Yeah, he needs to keep on doing this thing there. Is there anyone else who has anything to talk about? I've gone on for an hour and a half, but let's remember, it took us about 80 minutes to get going. Um, I can't... Janae Boston. That young man again. That young man again. Boy, I'm telling you, this game of boxing is serious. And uh, I'm so... I was saying it. As the fight was going, I said, bro, please, you need to just get through this fight. And go back again. But what again, he also showed a lot of nuts and guts. Only 21 years young. And uh, he came through a tough, tough test last night. Yes, and we also, let us not forget David Morrell. The only thing about that fight, yeah, I didn't even know who he's fighting. I've never heard of that guy, Sinner uh, Agbeko, in my life. The, the closest I know to that name, Agbeko, was Joseph Agbeko. Um, remember Joseph Agbeko, those those um, boxing fans. Uh, I've never heard of this Cena Agbeko again. Uh, what I do know is Morel is supposed to be someone who has been avoided. Um, sooner or later, I know that he called out David Benavidez after the fight. Sooner or later, they're gonna have to co- come see him. Um, got a fantastic trainer, a Hall of Fame trainer, and Ronnie Ronnie Shields uh, by his side. So. Um, I'm looking forward to see what's next for him. But going back to that Janae Boston performance, he had to show nuts and guts. And he had to actually be dragged in the corner by his trainer, um, Grant Smith, and said, bro, if you don't box, you're going to get knocked out. <laughs> He's like, you're going to get knocked out. Oh, then people, the people don't want to go, oh, tight, Remy Riss, let me add you to the stage. Um and, and and get your questions in. Remy, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, what's good? What's happening, my man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got a comment and a question, innit? 
Yes, go ahead, bro. My question is, my first, let me ask the question first, yeah? What yes. do you think about the, the level of trainers in the UK? Because mm. to me, to me, I think the trainers are substandard. Because uh, the, the trainers I, are sub- substandard, okay, go ahead. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying everyone, but I'm talking about gen- generally, there's a lot of boxers, there's a lot of fighters that have the athleticism to, to, uh, compete at the top level. But the skill is not there at all. Mm, mm. Across the board, it's not there. And, and I think it's coming from the training. Mm. Um, I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's always two ways, more, sometimes more than two ways of looking at things. Um, I think because I've been in America, because I've spent a long time in America, I think sometimes we can get, we could, there's a, there's a big misunderstanding. Numbers and demographics plays a huge part. You know, remember in the UK, it's not really accepted. It's not a national sport. It's not something that is in the schools where, you know, it's in the nurseries and stuff like that. And, and you, you understand what I'm saying? It's not, it's not a national treasure. And so in America, you, you know, the land of opportunity, you have people coming from everywhere. America is so big, they have so much choice. You know, so it's like sometimes, and I mean, I can personally be, I've been in the gyms in America. I've been in, you know, I was, I, I mean, if you've heard my story, you know, I spent all that time in Freddie Roach's gym. I spent all that time in, in Floyd's gym. Um, and I'll be honest with you, there ain't that many good trainers. It's just the numbers. When you got a thousand people from different races and you know, minorities and walking into the gym looking for the opportunity. It's set. You're set. You're set. And a lot of them can blag it. A lot of them can blag it. But historically, when you've got all that, when you've had all that knowledge and information and it's been a breeding ground for for fighters, they're going to be, it's going to appear to be better. What I would say is that trainers in the UK, we actually have good trainers. We have good ethics. But there's not enough fighters for us to kind of like elevate and probably, unless you have a good trainer, like if you look at Brennan Ingle, Brennan Ingle was a good trainer, he's a good teacher. You see what I'm saying? Nowadays, we don't have good teachers. So that is a problem. We don't have good teachers. I wouldn't call them substandard. I just feel that it's just a number game. That's that's what I personally feel. There are good trainers in the UK. and I feel something, and you've seen it. Fighters in the UK have gone over to America to seek this magical American trainer, yeah, and get broke up same way. You get it, Rem? You still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. Yeah, I understand that. Obviously, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. Big, there's... they got broke up the same way. So, so then, hold on. So, so if the trainers are rubbish in the UK, they're going over to America and still getting beaten up. Some of them are even worse when they go to America. Brett, um, um, Nazim Hamid under Brendan Ingle was the t- was the thing. Under Brendan Ingle, Nazim Hamid was the person that everyone spoke about. Amir Khan, God rest his soul, was with Oliver Harrison. When he went over state size. Is that when you start seeing him get knocked out? No disrespect. 
Nah, nah, you're you're wild, you're wild, you're wild. No, no, I'm just I'm just keeping it real. Dampen, there was a guy that used to, Jason Hall, a guy that's from the UK. You know, he phoned me the other day. He made his he was started over here. He went over to Flint. He was one of the first British people to go over and train with the Mayweathers. Bro, today this brother can't even hardly string a sentence together. So don't get it twisted. Don't think that when you go to America. Don't you, it's some, the luck, AJ is back here. And you just heard, you just heard his closest say that for the first time, it's like everything was like, when man was talking about AJ, whether you was hating on him or supporting him, he was with a British trainer, Robert McCracken. Yeah, and, and and you think you think that he he was getting the correct uh, uh he was brought up to the standard that he needed. No, but he was winning, fam. Yeah, but okay. What did when AJ lost to Ruiz? What did he say? He said no, he said no. that. Wait, wait, wait. What did AJ say when he lost to, after he lost to Ruiz? He said yeah. He said he that he's he said that his his career up until that point was just based on his athleticism that he's not really actually been boxing. All the way up until the Ruiz fight. Ruiz fight. That's okay. That's late, bro. Yeah. So what happened when he put Usyk then? What do you mean, <laughs> bro? You just said about his career up until that point wasn't, you know, he, he, he weren't boxing. He was more in his own ability. So what was the excuse when he lost to Usyk then? Usyk is way of answering him. How's he, how's he going to be Usyk? No, but what I'm trying to hear what I'm hearing the angle I'm coming from because AJ's our man. AJ, mm-hmm. AJ's our man. I'm saying that sometimes fighters have to look at themselves. Sometimes, or most times, they should look at themselves. It's not always their surroundings. It's about being with someone that suits you. You see what I'm saying? You can't, it's, it's all this thing about blaming the trainer, blaming them. Back in the day, man had their one trainer, and they grew with their one trainer, winning or losing. It's just become some new fad that you lose a fight, and then you chain, change your trainer. That's the new thing. That never boxing never used to be like that. You, you, you get it. Boxing never used to be like that. So I feel like the younger generation that's coming through now, you have to more know the history of where this thing started from. I don't know where it comes from, but all I know is that in the UK we have good trainers. We have good trainers, but fighters themselves have to take responsibility. You I know what you're saying. Out, you can't be out grinding up, girl drinking, everything, <laughs> doing all these things, then you lose, then you're blaming the trainer. I'm not trying to say that every fight that lost it, that's what it is, but there's always there's always something to it. If you give your best, if your trainer gives the best, you just ain't at that level. I understand what you're saying, yeah, but what, what I look at, yeah, is the track record of the trainer. Like, when I yeah. see, see like, like, some people, they're just not good enough, innit? They can try, yes. they're just not good enough. Some people, I'm, what I'm talking about is the skill level. I'm not even talking about winning or losing. Yeah, I'm talking about yes. I'm talking about skill level. That's the trainer. That's I'm, I'm talking about team. people that have got the athleticism. Yeah, yes. But when they when they go up to the top level, they just the school is they're so far behind school wise that they just get bo- outboxed, mm. and it's and it's consistent. So when you talk about Rob McCracken, yeah, who mm-hmm. has Rob McCracken, uh, McCracken produced? But you remember Robert McCracken? I mean, listen, he 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 probably had the greatest. I'm going back to amateur. Probably the greatest running in amateur boxing for this country ever. Robert McCracken, if I'm not mistaken, trained Carl Proch. 
who lick out Jermaine Taylor. What does that yeah, mean, bro? Carl Frock is his defense, is his face. His face is his defense. No, 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 no. The guy no, could take so a shot. What, are we going to undermine what Carl Frock's done as a professional? I'm, I'm not undermining what Carl Frock's done. I'm telling you, if Carl Frock n- never had a great chin, that guy would be getting knocked out like every two fights. Yeah, well, listen, uh, those kind of things are not going to argue. No, those kind of things I'm not going to argue. I mean, because that's your opinion and you're entitled to your opinion. The point I'm saying is that we are looking at is like America is some land of hope and go for every person that trains over there. It, you, once you go over there, you're going to be some good trainer. And at the same time, putting down the good trainers stylistically, that's where I agree with you. Because in a sense that when you're talking about boxing, you say American style. You say European style. You say UK style. Me as a trainer, you only need to go and look at my track records. I don't train fighters in the quote-unquote European style. I don't look like no European fight or no European. The way he fights is not that. So that's why I say it's the trainers. But that's not to say that we don't have good trainers in the UK. Josh Taylor unified with, a, with UK trainers. Anthony Joshua won the world title with UK trainer. Prince Nazim won the world title. Wait, wait, wait. Prince Nazim won the world title with UK trainer. Ricky Hatton beat one of the best light waterweights at the time, Costner too, even though he was coming up of injury, with a UK trainer. So these are facts. Frank Bruno, ultimately, after the third attempt, attempt, fourth attempt, won a world title with a UK trainer. So the trainers are there. We just don't have the numbers, Frank. You see what I'm saying? It's, and that's what, that's why we've got to be careful. We don't have the, we're not as big as America. Let the UK be America and you'll see. You'll see. I, I, you know what's crazy? Tunde, you know what's crazy? You know, you know, I never, I never mentioned America. What do you say? I never mentioned America. Okay, what, what was the, I don't, maybe I misread what you're saying. You're saying that we ain't got I only talked about, only talked about the UK no, I only talked about the UK stand, um, st- um, the UK standard of trainers, and I said when they got to the top level, yes, they 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 struggle, um, skill wise. But your, your, so that tells me that you think that the Americans are the top guys, because no, I didn't no, mention America. Because no, 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 if we look at, for example, don't try, bro, don't try no technology of me and try to change, <laughs> bro, don't try to change this thing back on me. No, 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 Cuba don't have a, a, that great of a population, but you know the Cubans are going to produce some skilled guys, isn't it? Whether they get to the world, to the world title or not, they're going to produce many, some skilled how, guys. How many, how many Cuban world, world champions are there now? No, but you see, you see what I'm saying though. That, no, that's, no, no, listen no. to what I just said. Listen to what I just said. I said whether they win the title or not. Yeah, I'm just saying you know that they're going to produce some skilled fighters. But we've got we've got skilled fighters as well. This one's we've got some Who? skilled fighters. Who name them? Name, give me five. Remember, this is an island, you know. This is, remember, if you're going in, in, uh, in terms of size, size, this is a small place, you know. Billy, I'm, I'm a man that has been Billy Joe uh, Saunders, UK trainer. That guy's garbage. Lerone, 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 Lerone Billy Richards. Joe Saunders is garbage. Wait, wait, say that again. Billy Joe Saunders is garbage. I don't want to hear that. Who's he beat? Who's he beat? Who's he beat? Bro, anyway, uh, uh, somebody, one second, Rem, 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 what, one second. Someone else is with us that wants to join us. This is a good little conversation today. I'm not going to lie. Um, 
um, conveying ideas. How you doing? Yes, I'm blessed. Still, you good? Come on. Um, uh, what's 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 your question? Hey, right, Ren, we're going to come back to the second part of the question. Right before um... before my question, I need to get in on this UK trainer thing. Yes. First of all, telling me about Billy Joe. Well, you clearly don't watch too much boxing to tell me my man's garbage. Yeah, Billy Joe is actually a very good boxer. Good fighter. Everything is a junior, yeah. amateur. Everything. There is good quality trainers in the UK. The biggest yes. problem is with our fighters, because of the pool of fighters there is, it's not good quality sparring. They travel yes. for the sparring, not the training. Yes, yes. Yeah? That's yes. the main thing. But that's yeah. what I was saying to, my, to Rem. That's what I was saying to Rem. You understand? It's, it's the size. It's the numbers. It's but, if you look at it in terms of numbers, we actually are doing fabulous. Real talk. We're doing yeah. fabulous. The youth, the trainers here, is, 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 as we just said, conveying. We ain't got, we, we don't have Cubans, Mexicans to spar with. So when we ultimately end up, or, or, or Russians, when we ultimately end up fighting these guys, it's like it's a shock to us. Uh-huh. That's so that's not really undermining, you know. Listen, very early on, yeah. And again, I put this down to me as a coach. In 2012, I took Anthony Yard, O'Hara Davis, uh, uh, Junior Benjamin, these guys to Floyd's gym. I've been there. These boys, Devin Haney's gym. Devin Haney, when they came up, when Devin and Bill came over in 2012, Dev was about 12 years old. And then we went back over to Vegas to get that sparring. I remember uh, O'Hara sparring with Sean Porter, uh, Anthony Yard sparring with Andrew Tabiti. Um, also, who was who was he sparring with? Andrew Tabiti. He was sparring with um um um. Oh, so many names, bro. This is probably this was a long time ago, but I, I don't. I, I remember. Um, but Andrew, all of them were sparring. Uh, um, Otu was sparring with Devin Haney. You know. Uh, Mike, yeah, um, Anthony was sparring with Michael Hunter. I knew that on myself as a trainer that we've got to mix it up. You understand? We've got, I've got to take these boys because we just don't have it here in the UK. But it don't mean that we're not good trainers, bro. It don't mean that. It don't mean that that's why we're not getting to we're, we're doing as, the best we can. And that's all I would say. And um, maybe I misunderstood what you were saying, Ren, but that's what I'm saying. Dominic Ingle again, Brendan Ingle. We've all mixed on the world level. We there are good trainers. Uh, we'll forget about America. There are good trainers. Joe Gallagher, Ring Magazine Trainer of the Year. I forgot what year it is, but as Conveying Ideas has said, quite rightly said, we don't have that. You know, we don't have that Cuban, that Mexican, that Panamanian. All these men just walking into the gym. We don't. We don't. So it's also, as suggested, we're lacking the resources. But with what we've got, with what with what we've got, we've done very well. Uh-huh. We've done very well, um, and, and we're going to still continue to rise in this thing here. So, so yeah. So that's that. Anything else conveying ideas, Rem? Yeah. So one point, going back to talking about Sunny. Yes. Um, and this also links into this conversation where we're talking about trainers and UK. I want to talk about promoters. Yes. Yeah. And for me, the classic example is Sonny and his brother, Charlie. Yes. Charlie Simon Matroom, Eddie Rushing. 
Eddie mm-hmm. put him in the title fight in what his eighth fight. Got punch mm-hmm. up too early. If you look at Sonny's career, Sonny's career is a symptom of the way Frank would deal with you and bring you on properly. Yeah. Mm. Same way with Dubois. If Dubois was with Matchroom, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be a name on the table now. Mm. Yeah, they'd have brought him through early, rushed him, yeah, and we wouldn't hear of him now. So for me, in this time, like I gotta give props to Uncle Fr- Uncle Frank for the way you bring man through. Yeah, mm. for me. Yes, we talk about trainers. Yes, we talk about fighters, but promoters have a big part to play how the country's boxing goes forward, yeah? Can I say something? Um, Because I've heard that as well. But do you think, yeah? Because I know about me. Uh I don't, like, people can say, oh, Yard would have got to certain levels with or without him. But they don't know, they don't know how many times me as a trainer and manager, yeah, because people often forget that, that I managed, managed someone to two world titles and we're going to win when we fight again for the world title. But there has been a lot that people don't see when me as a trainer, I'm saying no. You, I ain't fighting that, brother. Cool. You see what I'm saying? So, so you can't, again, I'm, it's not that I'm defending pro- promoters. Mm. I'm saying the promoter is going to offer you a fight. It's down to you as a trainer, because the fight is always going to fight, in my opinion, if you're a real fight. I've never said no to no fight. But I'm like, bro, no, no, no. We're not taking that fight yet. That's what a good trainer will do. A good the trainer will do. is important. A good trainer will navigate his... You heard Virgil Hunter saying certain things the other day. Nah, we we don't want that fight. We don't want Yard fight. That's what Virgil Hunter said it. He yeah. said, bro, I respect Tundi and Yard, but why should we give them... Nah, let's build up, build up this thing. See, that's their job as a trainer. You can't blame a promoter for that. You see, I'm saying conveying ideas. So no, everybody that. has their part to play. I will. I don't care. I'm not blaming Frank. I'm not blaming Eddie. I'm not blaming Bob Arum. I'm saying, as a trainer who's looking after your fighter, it's down to you to do your research. Down to you to look at your fighter and say, is he ready or is he not ready? Because your fighter got in the game to fight. He never got in the game to start saying, oh, I want to pick him. I want to pick him. I want to pick him. But, nah. It, it, it's, so you see what I'm saying? Man, it's always, it's a business. And I think that we, we all have to understand that it is a business. And a, uh, as a business, you always want to make a profit. I don't understand how people start thinking that everybody has to be moral, you know, promoters have to be moralistic and, and oh yeah, uh, because um, I'm friends of his mother or cousin, I'm not making this fight. You already done see Frank Smith is with Chris Eubanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with Chris Eubanks' daughter. You know who's dead. You know who's dead. But is he saying that Chris Eubanks must not fight Conor Ben? Yeah, I've been chuckling myself to thinking how these negotiations are moving on for that yeah, fight, that's to what be I'm honest. This, this is this is the unseen things which happen in boxing, which fortunately or unfortunately the fans are not privy to because it's business. Business 
stays business. I'm not here. Yeah, you don't hear me, me personally, or I'm ever talking about we get this, we get that. With like, nah, that's none of your. That ain't none of your business. You stay there as a fan and watch and have your opinion. That's what makes the sport so great. You understand? But I'm, I'm, I'm just like, we need to all stop thinking that promoters really owe us anything other than promoting. Frank is does it his way. Eddie does it his way. Ben Shalom does it his way. Every promoter has their way of promoting fights. And that's it. That's just how it goes. That's that's just my take on this whole thing. And, uh, you know, it's like the brother was on early on slagging off. Brother, imagine, you're there slagging off Eddie. You're there slagging off AJ. You don't know these brothers. You don't know them. You don't, you don't know what they go through. You don't know what, what is going on in meetings with, with lawyers and, and what have you. you. don't. You're just looking at it from one perspective and you're forming this great opinion around this little small perspective that you have. And I think that, you know, I, I, always, I always say that, I, you know, I, I get it. I, listen, I was good friends with a, one of the best matchmakers I feel that's ever been, this country's ever had. That's Dean Powell. God rest his soul. You know, he, he, he took his own life. Uh, but that guy, I learned so much from Dean Powell. Sitting uh Caravaggio's restaurant, Campbell Green. Man, you say, yeah, T, come. You understand? Sit down. But this is a you from the road, me. You understand? And I'm listening and learning. I'm not being judgmental of nobody. I'm just saying, all right, cool. And I see what that man was going through. Day in, day out. Dean Powell. I see what he was going through. And I'm like, bro, this boxing thing, mm -mm. this boxing thing is not what people on the outside really think it's about. And one day, I will I will send my book so you can purchase it. You might have getting too much free information on this thing here. <laughs> but, but it's good. It's boxing. It's a sport we love. And, uh, and everyone's got an opinion. And it, it's good when we can chop it up this way and speak about the sport of boxing. Uh, Rem, conveying anything else? Well, I'm going, but you can tell me what you think of Kelly's performance last night. Of Ruth? Of Kelly? Just Kelly? Adam, again, I've got to rate Adam Booth. I've got to rate Adam Booth. Come on. I've got Because you know what? I'm saying, who is this for the fight? I, I only know one name that Josh Kelly's for. And he loves... Real talk. All these Colombian men that you're bringing in uh, with, with football socks on when they're fighting, I don't understand. This is for him, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know these brothers. I'm saying the mark of a true fight, the real judgment of a fighter is when they fight someone that is dangerous. When you fight a Kovalev and you've only had 12 amateur fights, when you fight a better BF, a man with a 100 KO percentage, and you've only had 12 amateur fights, and then you think I'm going to be listening to people on YouTube telling me that I'm not going to... Bro, you do this. You do that. You do that as a fight. That's when you know. So when I see Josh Kelly in there, I would even go say, when I see Josh Kelly in there with a Conor Ben, when I see him with a Ben, when I see him in there with a Kel Brook, even though Kel Brook's gone, but when Kilbert was buzzing, when I see him in there with a rematch against Anna Vissian, when I see him in there with, let me think, another waterway, Boots Innes. It's not really. Uh, um, 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 uh, uh, a Sean Porter, even though he's gone. A Terrence Crawford. A Terrence Spence. 
then I'm gonna then I'm gonna say yeah, this brother can fight. Just like last night, I watched Sonny Edwards go toe to toe with a special talent. You see what I'm saying? Troy Williams, you're saying you're forgetting he beat Troy Williams. I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> Troy was on the show. But again, again, it's levels in this thing. I'm, we're talking about me. I'm not judging a fighter when he ain't fought me. When he ain't fought no real challenge. Correct me if I'm wrong. Troy Williams. I agree agree with you 100%, yeah? And if we we use that that measure of a fighter, who has Billy Joe Sodas beat? So, so, um, the Canadian boy wasn't no one, no? No, who? Who? That guy is garbage. That guy lost. That guy lost to a forty-year-old years ago. That guy lost to a forty-year-old. Billy Joe Saunders is trash. He's he's one of the worst. Is Chris Eubanks good? Is good? I can't say he's good because who does he who does he beat? I want to ask you: Is Chris Eubanks good? Still, but I ask you: Who does he beat? Chris Eubanks. So you don't think Chris Eubanks is good, no? Who has he beat? No, 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 we're talking about Billy Joe Saunders here. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I know for a fact Billy Joe Saunders knows that he's not a good fighter. <laughs> bro, where are you from? You're Nigerian, isn't it? Of course. <laughs> bro, <laughs> I mean, how do I know that you're Nigerian? How do I know that you're Nigerian? Only a Nigerian can talk like this. Bro, Billy Joe Saunders can fight, bro. Billy Joe Saunders... So, as um, a okay, if he, if he knows he can fight, why is he not fighting the top guys? Why is he not fighting anyone that can fight? Well, right now, remember, he's he's in a rehabilitation thing. He's come, he's you know, he's fought against again. He's fought against um um uh, Canelo Alvarez. That's a level, bro. That's levels. You in that say, fight, in that in that fight, did he give it a go? I think I think he was doing. I think some people say what like won the first four or five rounds. The first four or five, he was up. Yeah, you see. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a, you, you know, listen. Uh, um, uh, oh uh, remember, 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 yeah? Benny Joe Saunders in 2015, because we were on that card. He beat Andy Lee. Mm-hmm. Andy Lee's a good fighter, bro. Uh, then, he beat, uh, then he beat, then he beat, and he beat Andy Lee handily as well. I was there, ringside. He beat John Ryder, who just gave Canelo a good fight. John Ryder can fight, bro. <laughs> yeah, he, My man's gonna tell you, and he can't fight. He's love. John Ryder. John Ryder. <laughs> you know, you know, before he fought Canelo, you know, before he fought Canelo, he said that Canelo, he said that Canelo can beat him and another fighter in the same night. Is that would a fighter would a fighter say that about someone that they're gonna fight? Who? Uh, uh, who? You talking about Billy Nana? Billy said that. Said that Canelo will beat him. And Chris Eubank in the same night. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. All I'm just saying, I'm just I, all that is just long for me. I just answer you. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, all I'm all I'm saying is all I'm saying is you are said here. Billy Joe Saunders is, is is garbage, and I don't agree with that comment. I don't agree with that okay. comment because Billy Joe Saunders is a world class fight. You know, to this day, he's only lost one fight. You go and check his amateur career. Billy Joe Saunders beat everybody. He beat everybody. World level fighters, Cubans, everything. Billy Joe Saunders got skills, bro. Decorated. Billy Joe Saunders got skills. He's like that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you just maybe you just. I'm putting my like, I'm putting my hat on it. Yeah, that guy is garbage. Let's see what happens when he comes back. I'm putting my hat yeah. on it. 
He's all garbage. Right. He ain't gonna beat anybody that's good. Tunde. Some fans don't watch boxing, they just watch what they get to see on exactly. the Exactly. Boom, boom. This ain't WWE, this ain't UFC, it's boxing fam, yeah. It's boxing. I go to the gym and box myself. So I don't know what you're talking about. I go to the gym and box myself. We've already established that you're a Nigerian. Remember, you're my people. So Nigerians, we got something in us that everybody's rubbish. Nigerians, I always say this. Nigerians is God first, then Nigerians, then everybody else. <laughs> so so I know where you're coming from already, bro. I know where you're coming from already, but I'm telling you as someone, I know that you respect me, and I'm saying please respect my opinion when I say Billy Joe Saunders can fight. Please, that's that's all. You understand? He can right. You've got right. your opinion. But, but Billy Joe Saunders can fight and he's a good fighter. He has to come back. He's getting older now. He's been inactive. So I don't really know what's next for Billy. Um, but we have to wait and see. But um, he, might have, he may have lost because I don't believe in this going away and coming back business, you know, because you've got a lot of weight to lose. Then there's inactivity. It's, it's, it's not a good thing. It's never a good sign when fighters spend so much time out the ring. Yeah, Fight Fan TV live. Again, he's saying that uh, Billy Joe is a good fighter. But yeah, this has been a good one. I, you know what? We Listen, two hours, 10 o'clock on a dot. I thought we have to do this again sometimes. You know, um, it's been good conversation. It really just went on for long. Uh, apologies for the beginning of the show. Because, <laughs> bro, I was like, bro, I don't, I don't know. I'm not used to all this technicality stuff, technical stuff. Um, but yeah, Rem. Tunde, Tunde, can I just ask you one thing? Do you box, bro? Do you box, yeah? Yeah, but I'm like, I'm just, I don't take it that serious, innit? But I, I do box. I just started training again, innit? So I'm just going to, I'm I'm trying to get back into sparring on in January, innit? Okay, good, 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 good. Well, uh, can yeah, I just ask you one question? Uh, yes. You see that the, the Errol Spence fight here? Errol Spence, Ter- Terence Crawford, yeah? Yes. You see when I was watching that, the build-up to that fight, yeah? Something was mm-hmm. just telling me that, like, Errol, something is wrong with Errol Spence. Mm. Do you think? Do you think that Terence Crawford was that good, or do you think that something was wrong with, with Errol Spence? Because even like the way in, <clears> the way his, his body just looks soft, like mm. his body don't look like that in the way in. He's always looking mm. like lean, and his body just looks soft, like even he look, in the fight he just looked weak. I'm just like, mm. what, what was that like? Mm. Well, I, I mean, my personal opinion. Listen, I know Errol as well. You know, Errol's my guy. Um, but I'm keeping it real. Terence Crawford is the truth. Terence Crawford, and I don't believe that weight had anything to do with that fight. It did in a sense that we know that Errol cannot do that weight. Errol probably should have moved up to 160, 168 years ago. It just so happened that it was a fight that had to happen. To get all them belts, it, you know, it, it, it's just a fight that had to happen. And uh, it, I guess the money and the, uh, the legacy that was behind the fight uh, was too good to turn down. So we know that definitely Errol was drained. He definitely was drained. But he, Errol's been struggling to do weight for, for a long time. And I feel that we can't grow into um, um, overlooking the skill set. You know, I've just come back from his gym um, in Colorado, and uh, me, you know me, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, like a little sponge. I'm always asking the trainers in there. I was actually talking to um, 
Diego Corrales is, God rest his soul, the great Diego Corrales, Chico. I was talking to his trainer um, and I was talking to Coach Lev, who actually was Broner's trainer right up until the Maidana loss. And then he walked away from that camp because, again, we have to look at fighters. You know, he walked away from that camp, Coach Lev, because he's like, bro, you man, you're not living the life. It's all yelling in the, in the gym. You're raving. You're drinking champagne. This is these are the things that the, the fans don't see. So oftentimes, when they're blaming trainers and that, you don't you know you don't even know what's going on with the fighters. You know, you don't know how how they're preparing. You're just seeing them on a particular night when it's fight time. And so uh, with Errol, we know Errol's a constant. Remember, there was a lot of talk before that fight, prior to that fight, that Errol was out drinking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Crashing yeah. his car. People saying that that's why he crashed his car and all that because he was drunk and all them things there. So that I cannot confirm or deny. But what I'm definitely not going to deny is Terence Crawford. And this is coming from man in the gym. They're telling me Terence Crawford is something different. Because he, yeah, <laughs> he likes to fight. And he's so skilled, highly skilled. Uh, people have known about Terence from time. You know, even when there was Lomachenko, they never, they didn't want, they were never talking about that fight. Lomachenko, they was never going to take that fight because Terence, as Sylvester Samo says, is very disciplined. And I feel that if you listen to um, um, Terence's trainer, well, how can I forget my man's name? Um, Bomak. Bomak. he been saying it. This brother's a drunkard. <laughs> He's <laughs> been saying it, from and all of that is gonna tell on fight night. See, because that's when, it, when it, that's where discipline versus indiscipline comes to that point when those two individuals get in. The one who's been disciplined will win a hundred times out of hundred. There ain't no luck. I don't. I don't believe in luck. I don't believe me personally. I don't believe in a luck thing. And I just feel that Terence really he can retire right now. And his, his legacy is, is set because he beat someone who is one of my favorite fighters, Terence Crawford. I mean, um, Errol Spence. He's one of my favorite fighters. And being in the gym with Errol, knowing, I'll, I'll give you a story again. Again, you're hearing a lot of history where I'm concerned that you might have never even known. You know, when I think, when was that? 2000 and. Anyway, Amp fought on the Canelo undercard. Bear in mind, we was in the gym anyway, but um, Errol was there. Errol, back then, and I forget Ant's record up on BoxRec, so I'm not, I'm giving you facts, yeah? When, it, when he fought uh, Anthony, yeah, yeah. Just to, you know, um, talk about this weight issue, yeah? Right. Um, right so in 2016, yeah? Two, you listen to what I'm telling you. In 2016, Errol at that fight was 200 pounds. Wow. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah. 200 pounds. That's cruiserweight, fam. So, so how many years? 2016, add four is 20, add three is, 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 um, uh, Oh, my God, 2016, yeah, 2016, add four. So it's seven years later. In seven years prior, he was two, 200 pounds. 
So seven years later, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? How's it? Gonna, it's going to be harder. So weight definitely had something to do with it, but it was skills. Yeah, seven years fight by just covered the mask quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's the skills of 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 of. Brian. You already see what he done. You already see. No, what you, done. Know, yeah. you, you already see how he broke up Benavides. He stopped Benavides. The same Benavides that Charlo couldn't stop the other day. Yeah, but is the truth. Bud yeah, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't want to take any way, anything away from Bud like winning, in it. It's not that he yeah. won. I'm just talking about the way he won, in it. Like it's like that was that was one side. That was um, Terence Crawford when he's beaten lesser fighters. It wasn't even that one sided, fam. Um, maybe he didn't have the fear. I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not talking for him, but maybe he didn't have the fear. Sometimes you need that fear to bring out the best in you. You know, mm. if you look at boxing historically. You know, you need that fear. Sometimes when you just go in there thinking it's, it's, you're just going to bowl over a man, it don't go so. You understand? And Because uh, uh, you never know what the other person's thinking. And I think Errol had, I mean, uh, Terrence had been wanting that fight for so long. His kids were saying it for so many years. When you're going to fight Spence? When are you going to fight Spence? You know, uh, and then obviously Spence had all the injuries, the car crash, the eye damage. All of those things are cumulative and all of those things must have played a part, even though uh, Derek James has said it was nothing to do with weight. It's just life. All those, all those scenarios and things that happened to Ter- to um, to Errol in his career came to a point where he's fighting someone who ain't had none of that. Who's just been in the gym working on his skills every day, and the best man won. Yeah, but uh, you know, if I, 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 when I looked at it, the closer I got to the fight, I just kept on thinking like. Something just seems off about Spence, innit? But whatever, innit? Like, he lost. But then after the fight, what's this guy? Michael J. White here said that he yes. knows one of um, one of Spence's sparring partners. And basically, yes. he was saying that when he was sparring with him, he was like, people in his camp was telling him, like, he needs to pull out of the fight, like, because it was not going well at all. Mm. Again, that could be the trauma from the things that he's been through prior. You know, you can't keep on burning the candle at both ends. Mm. And then think that you're always going to be, have this performance. It's not going to happen. And mm. that's why I don't really talk about things that I don't have the 100% facts on it. But it's evident. You have a car crash. You have a damaged eye problem. And then you're going in there fighting Bud. A man that you need to be fresh against anyway. Mm. But you've been through all of that. You come on, man. I come on. And I mean, the proof of the pudding is going to be when they fight if they fight at a higher weight class. But I'm being honest with you. Errol, uh, Terence Hoover can do everything, both stances, correct. And he can punch, and he can fight, and he can box. And it's like, with, with Bud, from what I've seen, you see in the um, uh, in the Sean Porter fight, when the corner said to him, nah, bro, I think you're down in it. He said, ah, cool. Bro, he's stopping that next round. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's like, cool, I'm down here. Yeah? Right, cool, I was playing with you guys, but I was playing with my man. I'm, I'm coasting the fight. But now, now that you, man, have told me that I'm down, I'm going to show you that I can take it to the next level. And that's what I feel. Look what Bud done to David Anavision. The same David Anavision who broke up Josh, Taylor, uh, Josh Kelly. You get it? Mm. The same Anavision that broke up Josh Kelly... Terence Crawford 
it, bro, it wasn't even a contest. That's how good Terrence Crawford is, in my opinion. I, th- I think he's improved a lot, man. Like, he's improved a lot. Like, he's, he's yeah. learning curve is like serious. Like, because um, when I used to watch him before, yeah, I used to think he was too. He, he used to like, I think he used to, he used to like exchange too much. Like, just he used to, he used to just like. I think he, that's what I used to think. Like, he used to exchange unnecessarily. That, and I thought I used to think when he goes up to better fighters, that like, someone might get, someone might catch him. But mm, I think he's improved mm. a lot since then. Like, because I remember yeah. what, when I first started watching him, like closely, he's like from from the Gamboa fight, innit? After yes. the Gamboa fight, but I remember that fight. It, look, it looks like I was thinking that like, Gamboa was gonna stop him mm. before he turned. Before he turned, because what I noticed when he was fighting orthodox, Gamboa was getting the better of him. Then when he turned southpaw and he started throwing the right hook, I was like, mm. Ooh. Mm. Do you, do you remember the Kell Book fight? Kelbot was having success and said, ah, cool, let me just switch the thing. And boom, the fight was over. (laughs) This is a man that's skilled, bro. You see what I'm saying? This is a man that can do it all. He can do it all. And and, and that's why you've got to give Terrence. It's because he don't talk crap and, you know, you don't see him in the club and, you know, there's no stories, you know, he's a family man and everything like that. So, So that's why people probably don't respect him the way he is. But... One thing I say to you as well, you're talking about the Gamboa situation. If you even go back and watch the Ricky Burns fight, yeah, which was the fight before, I believe, Bud didn't look that special. Mm. It's Ricky Burns we're talking about here. And no disrespect to Ricky Burns, but it's Ricky Burns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bud yeah. didn't look that special, but he came over here, he won the title, he won the but what Bud done, which is what I urge every professional to do, is stay on your craft. Because mm. if you stay on your craft, you're only going to get better. If I'm practicing dominoes or chess or, uh, or one of them games, and I start in January, and I train every single day from January to December, know for, a sh- for surety, by December, I'm a better, I'm a better chess player or whatever it is than I was in in in, in um, January, and that's why I feel that Terence Crawford has really evolved over the years to the point you see him playing basketball much like you know he took the blueprint from Floyd, staying in the gym, uh, playing basketball, um, all of those things, keeping active, keeping active, and I feel that that that's definitely one of the things we know. Errol had long spells of inactivity when he you know when he was healing up all of that played a part all of that played a part and I, and I just think that that's the key to it it's just about staying and, in, and, and improving 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 and the only way you do that is just staying in the gym yeah it's been good isn't it today today today's show's been all right still <laughs> good show yeah. man yeah, today's show's been good, man. I, I've, I've enjoyed it. And uh, I think that we need to do this, you know, a lot of time. We didn't even touch on the Correction Shields one. That was another thing. We could keep on going. The Correction <laughs> Shields, I don't even know what people thought about that. Me, personally, that's a disrespect. Like, I I don't know. Uh, again, I've heard a lot of varying comments and, and reasoning to it. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you think about that. Um, well, she's calling. She's calling. She's trying to call out men to fight. That's just she's, she's yeah. Cool, but, um, 
Yeah, you know, Carissa was here. She was in my house. Carissa is actually the only live person when when in you know uh, in that period in lockdown when we started when Carissa was over. She we actually it's on YouTube. It's on the channel. The Carissa shows fight is right. You know, and uh, she's a she's a good person, man. She's a good person, but she plays this character much like Sonny Edwards, and it, it can rub people up the wrong way. You understand? It rub people up the wrong way, but it don't make them like they play it's wrong. People, it's like Floyd. I've been with Floyd. I've been around Floyd. I've been in the hotel. You understand? I've been in the mansion. Break bread, eat fruit, stories. I've been in like he ain't what you're seeing. That public persona is not Floyd. Private. So, so again, it's it's the it's the pantomime business. You see what I'm saying? So when people's dissing Caressa and that, she's chatting about she's fighting men. Well, she's just talking her talk. I love you, Steve Bill. Bill's my president. Bill, I say it like everyone knows, but Bill, Bill Haney, Devin's dad. But you, do you see the interviews Bill's been doing since the fight? Bill yeah. is calling out everyone. Bill, is, Bill is doing his job. Bill's doing his job. Um, he can, the bishop says, Fred is an empty vessel. But, brother, you don't know him. You don't know him. You sometimes say, this is what I'm saying. People so judgmental. You don't, you don't know him. Everybody burgers, Bill's a snitch. Brother, he was trying to block you. He was trying to block you. Anyway, it's not you're, mine. I'm so you reckon Carissa is just trying to like, bring some spotlight to her career by no, pulling out? That, no, she, that, was, that was something that she didn't want to know. That's why she's saying that. Anyway, MMA burgers, you're gone. I blocked you. Um, Anyway, you can't hear me. You can't hear me say I blocked him because he's blocked. <laughs> but anyway, but um, I don't think that's something that she necessarily wanted out because it happened five years ago. But now it's it's out. There's obviously a bit of you know, a bit of she doesn't. It's it's it's, it's like it's a bit of shame in it. She said that she said that um, the guy the guy took the padding out of the glove. Yeah. Yeah, which which but the coach now is I think Yeah, the coach saying that's not true. Yeah, I think he's he's actually bringing legal um charges of defamation to to this whole thing because he's saying that his whole character has been defamed and uh, he's worked with women, children uh, for a long time professional fighters and he himself would never be part of something like that but because Caressa has brought that out now. Uh, you know he feels defamed, so he's gonna he, he's gonna um, hold on. You see what I'm saying? This is how you know these man, these man are brothers out to cause trouble. I blocked him, and the brothers come back in. See, and I'm blocking you again. It's probably the bishop brother. Cause you know the bishop brother is a four one nine. He's got like a hundred <laughs> accounts, <laughs> but it's good. I like it. Keep 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 doing your thing, man. See, uh, but yeah. Bishop says Carisha deserves to get clapped out and see stars trying to fight a man. No, 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 no. Again, you, Bishop, you're one of the person that I, I usually block, but I kind of like that you're on here now. What you have to understand is where Carisha's coming from. And if you go back and watch one of her early documentaries, she's been fighting brothers from a kid. She fights men. She spars with men from she was a young youth. She never just one day said, let me spar that man. She's been doing, she's been fighting. She's, she's, you understand? She's been doing this for a long time. It just so happens that in this occasion, this guy caught her with that hook and she was out. 
and they had the tape and and really what happens in sparring stays in sparring but she felt the need to or he felt the need to bring it out but it's nothing new to um to Krishna. she's been doing this for a long time fighting and sparring men getting ready to you know when she's fighting savannah marshall she's fighting sparring men in the gym so you know she she understands what she's involved in you, you get you can get dropped in the gym you get beaten up in the gym it's about how you perform and at the end of the day she's what unified champion in three different weight classes when this brother is in wherever whatever country is in posting sparring videos and you ain't got no money you ain't achieved nothing but i think that's the point though i think that's the <laughs> point though that, that, he, that he's doing he, the guy the guy's the guy didn't have a successful uh boxing career as a pro so he's like if you he's like you're calling out keith Furman, i'm 140 pounds i didn't even get in the way of boxing I'm retired now, and I was knocking you out and sparring. I think that's the point that he's trying to make, isn't it? Yeah, but what? But I'm asking you this question: What point and what kudos is he getting for doing that? None. Exactly, bro. That's something. That's what the, you, you, you young ones. That's what you call it, clout chasing. I don't even know that word, but that's what I hear you young ones saying. And I'm like, me, I just call it nonsense. I don't, I don't know. This clout chasing business is nonsense. There's no need for it. We know you because you have not gained anything from that. Or in fact, all you've done is really promoted Caressa more. It's like Joey Barton. People firing on Joey Barton, a football man. You're making him famous, bro. You see what I'm saying? But it's the world we live in. Like, I don't think you get ratings as Fight Fan TV Live said for dropping a woman. But it's because Caressa is so outspoken. Yeah, that. Now it's that all the little haters them that come from the other side. Ah, you see, Shabba, she was gonna fight Keith Furman and GGG. See, she she's getting clapped down. But bro, it, it happens. It happens. It happens. You know. Um, and again, people saying she shouldn't be calling out Furman. Why not? Why not? What about cool about? Yes, we need something about. That's why we're on here now. That's why you're on this thing now to talk boxing to give us. Something to talk about. But in our let's spare time. Tunde, be in serious though. You don't want to see that fight. Nah, come on. We don't. I, I don't think it was a serious. She, I don't. I don't even think she was being serious. That's just not honest truth. Because come on now, you can't be fighting these brothers. Keep Furman. Come on, bro. Hey, you see, Keep Furman fight. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. That's some joking. She's messing about. She's on banner. The crush was on banner. I, I forced to phone her now. She was on banner. You could see that, like. She couldn't, and even she said she was serious. I'm saying, come on, man. We know, we know you're not serious. So um, it is what it is. Listen, we're going on now. This is this is ten twenty two 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 two. That's good. That's a sign. That must be a sign, right? All the four twos. You can't even see it properly. Yeah, that's a sign, ladies. And look at it. We've done two hours and twenty two. Boom. Definitely, that's the sign. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been an absolute honour. Which one of these? Yeah, let me use the Tom Fords. I think I started with the Paradas. Rem, big up. Thank you, bro, for coming on. Salute. Say. Yeah, yeah, it's been good talking to you, man. And, uh, whatever level what, whatever level you're at, you know, if, if you're going to do boxing, my... <laughs> man said it's a bad sign. My um advice is do it properly. You understand? Don't be doing boxing. It's like I tell all brothers that come from my environment, 
because uh, it's it's hard. It's hard. And I, I always say, like, I, I, I was on the George Groves boxing podcast um, the other day. They invited me in there. And also I was on Sky TV's podcast um, that ain't come out yet. I've asked them for a copy because these men, they, they like to just clip their pieces. But I, I, I need that footage <laughs> to put out myself. But what I was saying is that, you know, I, I'm talking about the areas that I come from, the environments that I come from. Oftentimes we can look at professional sports, yeah, and think, bro, look at these men up there and everything. Let me tell you something. These men work for it. In the sport of boxing, there ain't no given. You have to work hard, yeah? When you see a man's orbital bone get broke up and all them kind of things there, this is not a sport, yeah, where you're just, yeah, I'm naturally gifted, you know, man's... Man was brought up on hard food and um, pounded yam and a goosey. Bro, ah, cool. You stay there eating that food and then you, you, you're going to fight these boys that's been running up mountains and everything like that and putting in the hours. That's what you've got to do. You've got to put in the hours. You've got to sacrifice. I was on Fight Fan TV's podcast, amazing podcast. Who They're on here now. Daniel Wright knows me. And I said it. I said, when I come into this sport, I was like, hold on, I just even it's on a on a, on a just a looking at it from a perspective of the role. I'm like, bro, you can't come into boxing and be on some joke business. All the things that man used to do, be raving and all them things that go out and just maybe you've got a few girl here, a few girl there. You have to put that to one side. You understand? And you have to dedicate yourself to this sport of boxing because it is so challenging. I never said difficult. I said challenging in the sense that you've got people that don't have nothing. Literally, this is why the London perspective is so different from the up north perspective. These brothers from up north, from well, go go do some amateur boxing. Fight Fan TV will tell you it's always the brothers from up north, the Tony Bellews and them man there, um, and Joe Selkirk. Joe Selkirk. Is, Joe, I don't even know what Joe Serko is there, but Joe Serko was, was my days. Yeah? All these little northern brothers who don't have nothing like what we got in, in London. Um, you understand? Around the London area. Bro, you got to work for this thing. Nothing is given in this sport. And uh, that's why it's always respect for me from, for these fighters. You know? Um, and that's even more respect when you see an, a, a, a youth from London. Again, I'm talking about my own, Anthony Yard. You understand? Come up, who looks like you, who dresses like you. You know, uh, someone who's decided to... I remember Anthony gave a talk. I mean, I'm going, this is totally something. But Anthony gave a talk uh, in a school. Um, and he said, he said to these young people, pick one thing and stick to it. And I'll never forget... Pick one thing and stick to it. Because that oftentimes can be the hardest thing for us youngers that's coming from uh, this area, London. We're not disciplined, fam. We ain't disciplined. We think because we've got certain luxuries around us that we could just do a little two hours, boom, done. Man, switch <laughs> on the Netflix, get your girl around the yard, get two popcorn and some drink. <laughs> and then, yeah, you turn up. You win, you win the London ABAs, you win the London ABA, then you go to the quarters. It's in the quarters that everything 
starts. That's when you know that boxing is real. So, again, you know, please, if you're going to do it, do not take boxing as a joke. Do it properly so that when you go in that ring, you know you have no regrets. Yeah? Big up Leon Edwards defending the yard man yesterday. Bro, all that talk, this covert and brother was talking up the talk. The brother was so scared to even engage with, with Leon. In fact, we should have put, I, I let him come back. I see him in the club with a cigar yesterday after the fight. <laughs> yeah, he's done his work. We'll get Leon on. Um, another guy that's come up from a particular area, he's coach. You know, these men are showing us, from uh, again, from an environment that you dedicate yourself to a craft, you'll get, you'll reap, as they say, you'll reap what you, uh, you, you know, you'll reap what you sow. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, everyone, again, for joining us, or joining me, Spencer's uh, giving a talk today, uh, Free Palestine. Um, I think it's in West London. Um, so my brother couldn't be with me today, uh, and I had to keep the show going. But I, I like the show. I think this was a great show for everyone, and um let me just pick up a few people. Fight Fan TV Live, uh, Air Max 90, Snaps, Checkmate 74, Kurt Campbell, Technique, Sylvester, Shamoa. I don't, I don't even know that. I just say Shamoa. <laughs> Salamoa, 2012, uh, 11. Technique, Fight Fan TV Live, 8 Frank, Snaps, Andrew McIntosh. Uh, I've said that. Checkmate 93, Octane, Cool Breezy, uh, Anna. Old type. What was that question you asked me? Tundi, do you think that Big Baby Miller will still be benefiting from the steroids he took years ago? Uh, would the benefit stay with him even if it, he's been clean recently? Mm, that's a good question. That's another subject. Uh, all I know is you report yourself. <laughs> so all that cheating could just unfold on one night. Um, old type, Air Force, Air Force 286. Um, Lion. Oh, Lo is that Lion? I4, yeah, Lion I4, bigger. Uh, Nuka, who else? Kurt Campbell, I think I've said that. Simitech RS, come on, thank you, bro. Sleep well. Uh, so much people uh, were with us tonight. There's still 227 people with us on the live. So, on that note, Rem, big up. Keep doing what you're doing, my man. You hear Absolute, me? man. Next time. Yeah. Next Keep time. doing what you're doing, man. Keep representing, man. Be the light. Don't look at next man's light. Be the light. Be the change that you want to see. Be that change that you want to see. The thing that you're looking at for other people to be, you be it. Facts. You be it. Yeah, you be it. Instead of, that's the thing about this. Everyone's always saying, oh, why ain't he this? Why ain't he that? But you do the thing. You be the representation of your people. Um, and, 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 and then, you know, you, you leave your legacy, uh, on this planet Earth. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we end the show. Wait, wait, wait. Let me take off the things in. We end the show in exactly the same way we started, started it with the magical words of dream it, believe it, become it. As Spencer said with his old self, come on out. <laughs> Yeah, later people. Love. Sports Social Podcast Network.